0: Live and making you yell about laundry, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast.
1: It promised to make my whites whiter.
0: I just wanted to save
2: money on my cold, cold washing. And did someone forget to put the lucky red hat in there to turn all the shirts red? And Come on. Come on. Where's your
0: voice. Smells like springtime. <laughs>
3: that's not downy. That's relegation.
0: Going, going downy.
3: <laughs> going downy.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that honestly almost forgot that the new MLS season kicked off this weekend. And
0: most people um, in North America did too. It's okay.
1: Yeah, probably. On this week's show, we look back at a disappointing She Believes Cup, uh, discuss the ongoing dispute with the CSA. Featuring my one-on-one interview with the delightful Amy Walsh, uh, do our first Toronto FC match preview since last fall. It's been a really long time. It's been a while. Get into the biggest controversy the TFC has ever faced. It's seriously, it's mind-boggling and blowing and mm. more. And now to this week's panel. Super excited about a new Toronto FC season. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher.
2: Yeah. And uh, you may have wondered where I've been for the last few weeks. I've actually sort of been on strike. Uh, happily, I am now being paid the same as Tony. So I'm back. Mm.
0: North-South can... Parody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, you can't wait to... Congratulations, Duncan, on breaking the glass ceiling. Thank you. Well, Thank you're from your Yorkshire, time. so it'll be more the glass floor since London's south of you, so there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Good stomping.
1: He can't wait to spend the next several months talking about
3: a shirt. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. I just appreciate the fact that um significantly died down, um, but I'm sure I'll For be now. reminded repeatedly as the season progresses. So... Pre-thank we probably you. should stop advertising where our where our where our seats are, right? Uh, <laughs> look, look. If somebody wants to come up to the top of two twenty two and find us, we will absolutely have those conversations.
1: Seems reasonable. Um, waiting for the uptick in all those two soccer subscriptions. It's Tony Walsh.
0: Do you guys remember the eighties uh, comedy drama with John Ritter, Hooper Man? No. Oh, okay.
4: No. I really? remember. Mm-hmm. Oh wait!
3: Oh wait! Wait! Wait!
1: Oh, it's ringing vague, vague little bells now.
2: Just, just like a an hotel, off-brand, an off-brand Superman, like Superman. No, not at all. Moves.
0: No, 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 no. A hotel? No, I don't think so. I don't know what he was. Just Hooperman. Hooper thought it was funny.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Oops! Uh, it's oh, it's hoops, hot. There it's so hot, so hot right now. Right. As for
1: me, I'm still trying to figure out how this Apple TV thing works.
0: Seriously. I don't know. Uh,
1: I'm your host, Kristen Knowles. How do our show?
0: Let's see. You buy Apple TV and then you pay more for Apple TV for MLS. Um, And then uh,
1: I have apparently a free seasons pass. I'm not not paying paying for a
0: fucking thing. I mean, for people who aren't season ticket holders, you know, pay more, pay more, pay more
2: it's an outrage is what it is How do you like oh.
0: that apple
2: yeah, yeah. but i anyway
1: oh. <laughs> all right well first up is what's been going on and uh sticking with a recent theme yeah it's all about the uh xnt and uh first up we are gonna just look back very briefly at the she believe cup results
0: i can't believe the results
1: yeah, no, neither yeah, can I. The, and I watched most of the, the games. She <laughs> no, Master. she doesn't.
0: No. You can no, ask me. I, I'm still
1: in still in disbelief. Um, an uneven tournament for the XNT. Really, the only bright spot was that uh, win over Brazil. Uh, the first match against the Americans. You know, you could see how tired they were, and it sort of seemed like maybe. Against Brazil, there was like, okay, some goals scored, a little more liveliness, you know? And then I know not a lot of people saw the game uh, against Japan just based on when it was, because it was in the afternoon on a weekday. Um, But as someone who watched that very closely, because I was also tweeting about it for the Voyageurs, that was a tough one. That was. one of, quite honestly, one of the worst matches I've seen them play in a long time. Um, because, sure, the the they struggle sometimes to, well, sometimes they struggle to score goals, you know, like create attacking chances. But normally you at least have, like, some good movement through the midfield. You have, like, a really strong defensive unit. And they were just not on yesterday. And it was... It was tough to watch. It was very tough to watch. So, I don't think this was the warm up for the World Cup that uh, Bev Priestman and her staff would have wanted. Um, Obviously, off the pitch issues are, you know, weighing on their minds and 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 their their focus Um, and a lot likely their sleep. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like all that stuff. If you're worrying about your livelihood and sort of thing um, that tends to plague on every part of your life. So, yeah, I don't know that you can write off the team. You can't because they're still a good team, but this was not a good tournament uh, for them.
0: Should have gone to the Arnold Clark.
1: They really should have, because that roundabout was just energizing, right? You could just draw energy from it as the cars went around and around near the pitch. It was
0: Worst case science. scenario, you, you, you leave with a gently used Vauxhall.
1: Well, who doesn't want that? Ooh, that's nice. The unfortunate thing, uh, actually, in yesterday's match, was that uh, Sabrina D'Angelo, who was getting her first start in... I think over a year um, as she is, you know, she's currently the, the you know, she's the number two behind Kaylin Sheridan uh, with Riley Foster being out with that uh, terrible injury that she suffered in the car accident last year. Um, and she got injured uh, in the first half quite, you know, quite severely um, that she had to come out and Kaylin Sheridan had to go back in. So again, they've got, she doesn't look like she's injured so horribly that her participation in the world cup will be in question, but it was, you know, again, it was enough. She was very clearly in pain. She could not put any weight on her leg when she was uh, being helped off the pitch. Um, so that was, uh, that was, that was a scary moment and, and a and a concern going forward, but um, hopefully again, hopefully not too serious because it was, it was great to have a chance to see her getting some minutes and, um, as you know she needs to become familiar with you know the game day experience um going forward into the summer so uh yeah it's uh but otherwise yeah that that match that's a match that you watch to um to learn what not to do um on the and again the defensive thing for anyone any of our listeners that watch anyone that saw the highlights um that'll be the thing that really sort of confuses you as a, as a, if you're a fan of the WNT XNT is the uncharacteristic defensive miscues um, from, uh, you know, from Shalina Zdorsky, from Kadisha Buchanan, um, even from the keeper at least once. Um, And it was just, who is happening here? You guys are so much better than this. Um, I will say that when Adriana Leon uh, was brought on. She injected a ton of energy and intent. They she helped spearhead the closest things that Canada had to attacking threats uh, in the second half. Sophie Schmidt also really lively, considering she was talking about quitting right before the tournament. Um, so some of the subs were definitely like really working to change the vibe of the of, of the match. But yeah, yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird one. So. Anyway, and then again, the team are playing under protest. They had wanted to strike before uh, this tournament, uh, but legally could not. But That changes very soon. So let's shift gears back into the CSA dispute, um, which is, again, ongoing. And they are, I think they're in a legal strike position tomorrow, the next day. It's soon. Um, obviously... They're not playing right now. The next time that they have a match is in April um, in France, but they have said that if things are not resolved or at least not moving in a direction of resolution by the time the April window comes around, that they will not play, which more power to them, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, if you um, picking anywhere a, to a, go on strike, France is a great choice. Well, really, they'll have lots of support there, so...
1: Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, but it's a frustrating situation, right? And, uh, no one wants to, no one wants to go on strike. It's not something that people are like, you know, what would be fun? We should strike. Yeah. Let's have, let's put our livelihoods at risk and have tons of people angry at us. And, oh yeah, it's super fun and be stressed out and tired and upset all the time. So good.
2: Um, I do enjoy the the concept of you know, one of the things very much protesting about is that you know there's not enough money being invested, not about payment but invested in the program and setting up uh, you know camps for them to be able to play and that sort of thing. And so very right, well, we got this game here. You can be playing against France, and then the thinking of going on strike for that camp that would be delightful in in some fashion. It amuses me in a way. I can see why, you you know, it maybe needed to be done, but uh, just say, yeah, we we need you to do this sort of thing, and they're going to do it, and they're going to potentially strike when it happens. That would Mm -hmm. amuse me. There was always
1: going to be a game of some sort during that window, though, Duncan. Like, you don't skip. Yeah, you'd hope so,
2: yes, but uh, it's only... Just but difference. the
1: fact that it's it's only one game and the fact that they were told I you know there was there's you know there's a lot of talk about the fact that there was supposed to be a game on Canadian soil. Now they're talking about having a game outside of an international window just so there can be a game at home before they go off to the World Cup because they have bungled that so badly. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, like talking like the the support and the funding thing is yeah, sure. It's 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 definitely games um, and better supported and funded camps, but also, um, you know, support staff, coaching staff, mm-hmm. ability to bring you know a number of players, ability to have a better type of flight than what they've often gotten. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things that are not pay us money, but are support us the way you support the men's team. That's what the a lot of this is about. So what has been nice to see um, has been the support from other teams, not just the Americans who obviously recently going through their own um, equity dispute with um, the USSF. Uh, So, you know, you had vocal support from some top uh american players obviously at the tournament together and their their the pre-game moment where they all stood together at center circle that was really nice um but to see other teams playing in other tournaments in other parts of the world including uh one of the hosts for the summer's world cup australia um wearing purple uh wristbands in in solidarity and in support with the uh, with the xnt that's been great because you know, this has been an issue for other federations as well. Um, in certain countries, women's soccer is being really well supported and funded, or, or you know, but it's taken years. But you see it in attendance, and you see it in promotion, and in other places, not so much. Uh, one of them, actually, sorry, this is just a, not Canadian soccer-related at all, but just an exciting thing that it, um the the Haitian women's team are going to the World Cup.
3: It's awesome. Amazing, amazing. Did you see that goal? I've not seen that goal. Oh. But I've... I've,
1: I've Look I up feel the highlights.
3: Like, okay. All right. I'm in. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. Look up the highlights of the the match that Haiti played against uh, Costa Rica and the winning goal. Um, oh, my God. What is her name? She's And she's young, too. She's like 19 or 20. She's like their future star. She's so good. Um, so, and, you know, we've talked about the Haitian Football Federation for both sides and how how underfunded they are and how they get, you know, not just treated by their own country, but treated by CONCACAF and stuff too. So to see this, this is great. I'm super excited for uh, for Haiti to get to the World Cup. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I hope that, like for me personally, um, you know, you hope that the CSA will start to see sense, especially because I don't know, uh Duncan, I thought I saw an article in the star. Um that is the, I don't know, one of the inquiries at in, you know, in the House of Parliament, they're asking for like I think Nick Bontus and Cochrane to come give testimony. Is that did I see that? Did I imagine
2: that? Um Does. This- definitely something is potentially happening with it like being pushed as far as like the some kind of government inquiry and everything. I don't know the full details, but I think that would go hilariously badly um, for Nick Bontis and Owen Cochran if it happens. So um, yeah, you know, the team chaos part of me is, oh yeah, let's, have, let's have this, um, just get out there and yeah, I don't know. just, Again, just the, the, this whole thing is just a, another reminder of hey, oh Cochrane's been involved in this for how long and the big worldwide search I, they come the whole wide world just to find Earl. I yes, every, every, every single time things anything comes up, and is like, ah, oh, yeah, I mean. These guys have generally been incompetent for a long time, and that's the guy you want to record with a big reward with a big contract. Brilliant. Um, But yes, I I would enjoy some kind of government inquiry where they have to get up there and answer questions. That would be a. I think my first. Oh, this would be great. Would be all right. Let's get the uh, that contract with Canadian soccer business more. Yep. Out in the open and see exactly what's going on there. After that, yeah. Of so uh, and Bontus in some kind of big public inquiry, having to answer questions. That'll be delightful. Like,
1: like I would, because you know they they usually brought what, what's the what's the what's the House of Parliament channel? What's it called? CPAC c Thank you. I'm like, it's not C-SPAN. What's the Canadian one? So it's CPAC, Right. Um, and
0: like the rock, I would,
1: I, yeah. <laughs> but like, I would, you know, I would be like, I, I would literally have a viewing party for that. do you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. let's let's get together with with some let's, can we let's convince let's convince a local bard to put that on the screen. you know, yeah. we will come, we will drink, we will watch, we promise, you know at the very like, least
2: yeah, at the very least this is going to be the best sort of Canadian soccer live tweeting kind of thing since the uh, since the World Cup. it's like, oh yes, let's go for this. It would be very entertaining, I think.
1: Oh my God! Like I, moment. yeah. You know what? We have to start. We have to start planning for that.
0: I'm, I'm sure. Just... <laughs> one, I'm sure one soccer will, uh, televise it. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: They'll, they help. Great. Everybody is too. <laughs> like oh, that was that was one of the best. Like and nothing happens, right? It's just all fluff questions that get easily, you know, easily uh, played down, and uh, then they have a 45 minute analysis show to to mention all the, you know, all the important things, which of course they omit all the important things. Um, oh yeah, by the way, tag us next time you cowards. Seriously, right? Like, come on, come you know, on. One soccer, come on. You, you could, you got somebody to use the entire Photoshop, but you couldn't, couldn't add us, huh? You know- It's, it's it, not as though people that work
1: for you don't know us. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you didn't didn't want to fuck with the two soccer behemoth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on now. Although, although, you know, like
3: to those of you that have just recently found us,
1: welcome. We hope you stay.
3: What's up? up? Find out which one of us is the one responsible for all the shit that happened on Saturday. (laughs) Is it Tony?
0: It
3: Chris.
1: It's always me. Why is it? Like, someone else's turn this time. I'm sick of well, it don't, being don't, me don't all the time.
0: He wasn't here.
2: It's true. Yeah, I, mean, I feel on like strike. that one soccer tweet talked about the host of the Vocal Minority Podcast. So that's that's got to be you, Christian. Right. Yeah,
0: host slash owner.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, the host thing. That's right. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, um, it's uh it's been it's 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 going to it's going to continue to be um quote unquote interesting times uh between both national teams and the CSA over the next uh little bit um the men obviously have a match uh, against Honduras at the end of next month uh in Toronto at BMO and i believe just from seeing things online that you can expect to see um, a lot of supportive signs for um, the national teams, especially the XNT, in the stands. Um, South End, most of the Voyager sections are completely sold out, so they'll be full. Um, the rest of the stadium, I haven't really looked. I don't know what the rest of the stadium is looking like in terms of sales. But um, anyway, if you're going, to that match or currently planning on going depending on whether um yeah like this is a good opportunity to show your support to the players while still showing your disdain for the csa both can be true at the same time
3: absolutely and uh protest however you want mm-hmm. there's no wrong answer just pro if you if you you want to be vocal about it and try and get picked up on the microphones hilarious i encourage it um but if 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 this is a if this is a thing that really resonates with you feel free to do more about it than 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 show up do feel free just to show up as the protest do whatever you want but remember that it's it's the uh it's the players on the field that we're doing it for So.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to like, protest by showing up and wearing like a, a black jersey, huh. not a red one. Imagine. Imagine. Oh.
1: Oh. Duncan, how dare you? Canada oh. are clearly, we say Alley Le Rouge, you not alle Le Noir. Exactly.
3: Canada's best kit was that blue one, though.
1: Oof. Oh, man. That's yeah. true. That 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 is a collector's that, item. Yeah. That... People still try to find to this day. Um and I proudly wear my blue Canada jersey.
3: And and whoever whoever uh whoever thinks I'm wrong, you don't know what you're talking about. It the that blue umbro was it 125, 150, 100 years ago. It was a centenary. I can't remember what the centenary
1: is the centenary kit.
3: Centenary, centenary kit mm. I if they if honestly after that after that came out, if they just went full into it, I would be so okay with it because it was sweet you would say that i would i <laughs> would actually you know what tony it's funny you mentioned that i kind of would be
0: <laughs> can i get it can i what if i make a big cut out of dero's head with a word bubble that says eat balls Bontis"?
1: i mean i i i honestly i i would love to see that so yes please do that oh does that mean you're going is it raining not yet. No. Ooh,
0: sounds good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible! I just want to see you try and smuggle in a giant cutout of Dero's head. Uh, never mind the chat bubble. I just think that's funny to me. In visually explaining to the security guard, who's this? <laughs> Women's batch.
0: What's this? What is he doing? What are you doing?
4: Anyway.
1: All right. So this is again, this will be an ongoing discussion um, as things happen between the the XNT and CSA and obviously the MNT as well. Um, so just as things happen, we will continue to discuss it. Do support the players. They deserve our support. Um and and as Mark said, in whatever way you wish to give it, um, I get the 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 desire to boycott matches. I think most of the players would say, please come to the matches so that we can see you in the stands um, and voice your displeasure in sign form, as Tony just very cleverly put out. Um, or what about online. the art of
0: slam poetry?
1: I think that I would consider paying money to see you do a slam poem against the CSA. I didn't
0: say me, I meant Duncan. Oh, no,
1: no, no. no, no. no, no. If you're asking about it, I feel like you have an idea. So I, again, I would pay money for that. Also,
3: also, I feel like we wouldn't have to pay Duncan to do it because I feel he'd just do it.
1: That's true. It just just flows out of Duncan naturally.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, If somebody else can write this for me, then yeah, yeah, I'll get up there, perform that. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. They'll hear me.
0: Oh. They'll It'll hear be me. like Hamilton. Yes, not that <laughs> Hamilton. The other Hamilton. No, no, the other Hamilton. No,
2: oh,
3: I, I am
0: Yeah. No, the other mm, one. Mm, I'm out.
1: Mm. Yeah, totally out. All right. Um, before we move on, uh, earlier today, I had the opportunity to have a one-on-one interview with the delightful Amy Walsh. What? Um, Canadian soccer legend. I, 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 thought Canadian.
0: The, I thought the Walsh quota was already covered on the show.
1: Yeah, no, sorry. We, 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 we need to go find an extra. Um, Wait a minute. Does that, I was, mean I
0: can, does that mean I can leave?
1: No. Uh, yeah. She's an extra, not a replacement. Does she, right. go,
2: did, did, does she go by banger as well? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Balls? I
1: did ask. And no, that was not um, one of her, her nicknames from her footballing days, unfortunately. Okay. Um But anyway, it was a great conversation. Um, So uh, we're going to add that in here right now. Please enjoy. And uh, yeah, thanks again to Amy for coming on the show and uh, chatting with me about uh, the current situation and a few other things. Hello and welcome to this special guest interview on this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Joining me this morning is former Canadian Women's National Team Mainstay and Canadian soccer legend, yes legend, Amy Walsh. I know you're gonna disagree with me but my listeners (laughs) and the rest of the podcast, we view you as a legend so thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today.
4: Oh, my pleasure. And listen, like, calling me a legend, I should just say, you know, thanks, Kristen, and then take off from now because it's only going downhill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can just save that clip and like put it in like when we get audio bios on Twitter and stuff, you can just use that and it'll be perfect.
4: That's right. That is an audio bio, like kind of like your your business card for the podcast world. A little bit. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll take it. I, I want that. Timestamp that and send
1: it over. There you go. You got it. All right. So you played for Canada for over a decade. You've got 100 plus caps. You went to the World Cup. You went to the Olympics. You were the captain. You were one of like the engines on the pitch. And you're in the Canadian Soccer Hall of Fame, rightfully so. So you have been in and around uh, soccer most of your life. And Canadian soccer, again, most of that as well obviously you've had to deal with issues as, uh, as a, as a female soccer player, um, both on and off the pitch, but also as an international in relation to the CSA. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, probably one of the main things we want to talk about today is the ongoing situation, um, with the, uh, can WNT, XNT, and the CSA. And the one thing, the first thing I wanted to ask you, you know, so you're a longtime member of the national team, Again, you're a longtime member of the program. You know, you played with some of these, some of these players, some of the current players that are involved in this. Um, is this the same fight that you and your teammates were, were going through, albeit much quieter? Or has this evolved as the game has evolved, as awareness has evolved.
4: Well, I think I'll just before I jump in, I'll say mm-hmm. I played with a dwindling now um, group that still remains on the national team. So, with Aaron McLeod's retirement a few months ago, that was one person who whom I loved, whom I adored. She's the best teammate. She's a, She's a terrific oh. person. Amazing Um, So Yeah. So that was minus one, my link with the current team. And then so all who remain are um, Christine Sinclair and and Sophie Schmidt. So talking about legends, like that's two right there. Massive. Um, But yeah, so like the, my time, like I retired in 2009. And so like, they're like my, my link, like my buddies that are still with the team. And so it, I, I think that not the departure, but like that gap sort of in between my career and the current team, I think also speaks to the fight now, like the analogy that could be made that I, I feel further removed from it, but the fight at its core is essentially the same. And there's nuance to it because as you alluded to, there's um, a professionalization of, of the game and uh, you know, women's sport is, is a growing industry and women's soccer in particular. Like I think we're doing everything in North America NWSL particularly, because we're mm-hmm. still without our own league, but thank you to Diana Matheson. Um, it's Absolutely. coming in 2025. And so finally Canada will have its own domestic pro league, but we're just fighting and to keep up with the, with the progress in Europe and how quickly the sport is growing. And, and rightfully so, because, you know, the women's game for a long time, you know, we, we weren't allowed to play but then you're allowed to play. And then I think that, you know, like the the resources and the funding and the support for the game wasn't really given the same accord as the men. It was, you know, apples and oranges. And in many ways, it still is because of the disparity that exists, not only in FIFA prize money, but, you know, if you look at transfer fees, if you look at salaries, it's still two different worlds. But hopefully that gap is closing. But the unfortunate thing for me to go back to this um, labor dispute is that the, the same issues that we were fighting for back in the day when we would spend, you know, two months in the, the barracks in Esquimalt. Um, and that would be like our, our, our national team, um, kind of commitment for the year, um, both from a federation perspective, but as a player perspective to now when there's, you know, FIFA windows and it's year round. And it's, as I said, more, more professional, the, the fight for that gender equity and equitable treatment is still happening. And so that's why, you know, this barrage of, of news the last few weeks and the women competing at the, she believes cup, and then trying to strike being forced back to work. They'll be able to officially strike at the conclusion of the tournament. I think two days out now, I think February 24th, yeah. they'll be able to, um, which is great. That'll keep the top going because it needs to, it can't go away just because uh, the team's not playing. Um, but, you know, as as a former player and somebody who was involved with this fight, like learning as a young player when I was first in the program in 98, um, as we were, you know, as I mentioned, prepping, you know, two months in residency to eventually win CONCACAF and then play in my first World Cup in 1999, learning from the likes of Again, to use the word legends, but I'm not using it lightly here, like Jerry Donnelly and Silvana Bertini and Andrea Neal, like real pioneers oh gosh. Of, the, yes. of the women's game in this country. I was fortunate enough to, to learn and, and from them and to watch how they navigated these battles, how they stood up and said, this is not right um, and, and demanded more. And then now the scalability of all that is the same thing still happening. The same issues exist but it's just you know the progress of the game has kind of pulled everything along but unfortunately the, the federation hasn't been able to to keep up so it was i i found myself you know since the the women put out their statement and the men followed up with one of their own so it's it's good that there's that mutual support mm-hmm. but um what i was really kind of shaken um by it and i i couldn't believe that you know more than a decade removed from my retirement, um, you know, 20 plus years since, you know, we, I, we first started this fight. And even before that, just fighting for almost a right to play and, and the right to be compensated for time away from work because we had to work back in the day in order to make ends meet. We were not professional. We were not full-time athletes. But at its root, just to have that that equitable treatment, you know, the similar resources, the similar fixtures, Um, similar staff and support accommodations travel everything that surrounds the game in order to make it professional and is really more important for women because of that disparity that i alluded to earlier on that women yes more and more are in professional environments but you're not getting compensated the same way as the men are so a professional environment at your own federation is infinitely more important for women and our federation still fails to recognize that. So it's a, a long-winded way, Kristen, to answer your question, but it's very much the same fight. It's just evolved in a sense, but at its, at its root, it's the same thing.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the one thing, and I'm really glad that you, you, you mentioned it and you, you, you really highlighted it And it's something that um, I've tried to do in conversations and we've tried to do is really talk about the disparity in resources. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pay, pay equity is a huge thing as well, but, It's the support. And for years, the women were the only national team that was successful. They were the ones that won things, that accomplished things, that went to tournaments, that went to the World Cup, that went to the Olympics, that filled stadiums on the rare occasion that they played on home soil. And this has been a frustrating part of this conversation as a fan and as someone who's, you know, tangently part of Canadian soccer um, scene as it were. But to, you know, to have to sort of keep explaining that it's a lack of support. It's the money is almost the bottom thing in all of this. It's the promotion, it's the, like you said, coaching staff, training time, windows, matches merchandise oh god's the merchandise anyway
4: oh, um, that's a whole other that's a whole that's like another series of podcasts in itself exactly that's <laughs> that's like we could do we could do
1: that weekly you know let me know if yeah. you want to and we will mm-hmm. um so well, just, did you see I'll, sorry
4: to to jump in there yeah did go you ahead. see that the the u.s women's national team players association in almost immediately available um following the she believes cup opener where canada lost to the u.s the US was very vocal in their support big stars like Alex Morgan yep. and Megan Rapino supporting them you know in 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 press conferences and scrums and on twitter on on social media brilliant stuff but they but they have their own store and yeah. they immediately had a purple t-shirt you know with with you know all the buzzwords around pay equity and equitable treatment and and equal pay and all that sort yep. of stuff available for purchase, yeah. and then they, like, just you know, I, right I was there, like, it was done. Yeah, yeah. I was like, here, and and I know again, you know, apples and oranges. when We're talking about resources and the amount of money that's available for for them compared to our women's team and and Canada versus the U.S. It it really is, but I mean, I don't. I think that that would be possible if somebody had the foresight to plan it. You know that the demand mm-hmm. for these women following 2012 you know, when they won the bronze medal, even before that, but let's give them a pass before that, after that, let's, let's,
1: let's do the modern success. The last decade of constant success Mm -hmm. on many levels when again, the men, and again, I support both teams. I support both teams equally fanatically, but and I go to games. I go to all the yep. games. If I can get to them, I am there, you know, take my money. I will be in the stands. I want to do this. Yep. But the fact that so much, so much resources, so much, so much, you know, the eyes the everything is on the on the men's team who up until the last two years were not good. Or yep. you know they they failed to live up to their expectation. They failed to live up to their talent. Um, you know it's been it's a frustrating time as a Canadian soccer fan. But then you could you could go watch the women win medals. You know oh oh no
4: they're only winning on the world stage. That's that's, that's let's let's not capitalize yeah, and, on that. And, right and not as a one off. C- consistently three podiums exactly. in a row, culminating yeah. in the gold medal. And and yet you know they have a a celebration tour which. It, it's no. not an, uh, a visual medium, but I'm doing the air quotes because five games <laughs> over the over the course of of two uh, calendar years does not constitute a celebration tour.
1: No, it was badly it was badly done, and some of it I give them a small pause because of pandemic stuff, and it was harder yeah. to do. But but that was it felt very last minute mm-hmm. and as an afterthought in the case of at least a couple of those games.
4: Yeah. And, and that's what the women's program has been. It's despite yeah. all that success, they yeah. they're always considered or they're continually considered considered. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They are, they are the, they are the second, the second rate citizens, you know, they yeah. don't get, and that's, you know, uh, incredibly wrong and offensive and disrespectful and something that, really needs to change. And so when all of this started happening, you know, a little bit, you know, like last year when the, when the men, but good for them as well. Um, everyone should stand up for themselves and make sure that they are getting, you know, equitably treated and that sort of thing. But the women's fight has been going on for so long. And I was, I cheered when their statement went out. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, absolutely. What whatever you guys need to do, I support you, we support you. Um and
4: yeah, yeah and in one sense, uh we had sorry to interrupt you, we had we had yeah. uh we spoke to Sophie on that other podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. You can say the name. It's oh, fine. fine. Yeah. With those guys uh, last week and she was great. She was really forthcoming, but something that she made a point of underlining was that it was the men's success that sort of didn't necessarily galvanize them, um, you know, on this road to, to sort of taking a stand. But it, it almost was more empowering. And, and they, they felt it exposed a lot of the issues that had been there right. for a long time. Really
1: highlighted what mm-hmm. was what's been going on behind the scenes or what's not been going on behind the scenes. Um, no, I, 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 I appreciated um, that. And it's true. It, it does. And it helps anything that helps shine a light. And if you've got like the more and again, not the more successful, but the more doted upon side noticing issues and bringing that to light that helps shine a light elsewhere. And, you know, the focus, you know, should be shifted and should be mostly on uh, the XNT um, because of the disparity. Now, I did have a question, you know, you talking, you know, you're still former teammates, only a couple left, but you know, Mm -hmm. these, you know, these players, you know, these athletes, Um, did any of them come to you for advice?
4: No, they they didn't about this, but I mean that that's not even anything I gave a I gave a moment's thought to. I think as as I mentioned earlier on, like I'm I'm, oh, sure. I'm pretty far removed from from I think the 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 core of that leadership group. I mean I you know sinking in and so oh, yeah, on oh, there but I imagine that you know they'd be talking to Aaron and they'd be talking to to Diana staff, like Dian- and Diane, yeah, yeah, staff Exactly. like Diana did so much work, um crazy amount. Yeah, I mean prior to the association the the Women's National Team Association being formed in 2015, I believe. Like D was very much like when she went on to do her like she's about to complete her executive MBA. Yeah. Um, Rian, Rian Wilkinson and I um, would would kind of talk and text and be like, how, how is she not a lawyer yet? Like why, you know, like sh- she would have to obviously jump through the hoops and, and and obviously get her degree. But I mean, she she could do it in, in her sleep. She's so, she's highly, highly intelligent and had, you know, all the legalese and all the statements and all the oh, she's incredible. All the details, I could, I,
1: yeah. I could listen to her talk about, this about anything to do with the, the, the women's game with anything to do with the game, how it needs to change, moving it forward, Mm -hmm. developing it, creating the league. Like I could just sit at her feet and, and, and listen to her. She's incredible.
4: Yeah. I think we need to build like a dais or like a throne or something. And then we could like actually do that. Yeah. She would love that. (laughs) This
1: (laughs) will, this will be the next national tour. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You know what, like you could do that.
4: Good. Yes. Let's, let's make, let's make it happen. No, I was just going to say like, I don't know if we're going to continue to, to kind of dissect this and talk about it, but yeah. like as women, like they've had to, and, and, and I did during my career, like, you not only have to fight for your rights kind of within football and everything that comes along with it. Like your, your, your pay and the, the equity, as we already talked about with, with your resources and funding and everything like that. But it's also about the governance and the inherent misogyny, you know, being treated as second class citizens, but at the same time, and it was highlighted in this last tournament where you're expected to simultaneously compete at the highest level. And like, this is something that they've been reckoning with for a long time. So this wasn't, and I've said this before, but I'll keep saying it. Like this was not a knee jerk reaction. Like this has been a slow build, for a long time, and now now this is a, a time of reckoning, not only for all the NSOs in Canada, but you know Canada soccer in particular. Like it needs yes. an absolute overhaul with massive overhaul the way that the... it is run. And then you know the the next thing is is can it be fixed? Can can our federation now match the the success and the the output of both of our national teams? And can we do that without? um sacrificing the next generation because you know there's also the the drain and the lack of funding for our youth programs on both sides yes. for for the for the young men and the young women in this country. Um, but it's particularly I think threatening for the development of the young women in this country because you know there there's the White Caps Academy I'm working on one for CF Montreal, but there's not the same infrastructure that exists for those young no. women.
1: There's league, you know, there's league one so Ontario then- and
4: yeah, and league one Can BC like- yep. and league one BC, That's
1: and and that's kind of it. And it's and that's yeah. That's one of the other things I think people also aren't talking enough about with this 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 funding cut is that this isn't just to the national teams. And of course, right now, before the national teams, it's going to affect the XNT. Absolutely so detrimentally in a World mm-hmm. Cup year, in a massive year for them. They've got Olympic qualifiers in the fall. Like there's this is a ridiculous time for to be like, oh well, we spent all of our money on the men. Um mm-hmm. sorry. And but this all trickles down to the youth level. Like there are cuts there too. Like this doesn't, yeah. this isn't just like, oh, these are high paid athletes, they pay for professional. Like, no what does that have to do with anything? This is an entire structure that is being weakened at its very foundation. And again, the the women are being asked to take the brunt of it. And it's incredibly frustrating as someone who never played at any sort of like high level. I played a little bit up to my, you know, I played all the way up to university, mm-hmm. but you know, was never, I wasn't like you, Um, (laughs) you know, someone who loves the game and, but also just someone who is a person and sees, you know, inequality and, and sees like the trickle down that is happening throughout all of this. Yeah. It's, and it's very frustrating, but then you look around, you talked about, you know, um, teams in Europe and the investment that we see when we watch games over there Mm -hmm. both league and and national teams and you see the crowds and you see the support that has come from years of fighting and you see what we can have and then you look at what we're dealing with and it's it's so
4: dispiriting
1: sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, yeah
4: it's really disheartening for sure there's been foresight and there's been people who've been proactive in organizations like UEFA since 2019, the conclusion of the women's world cup in France have had a uh, women's professional development and uh, yeah, not just professional, but just development all throughout all the age groups, all the way up until pro um, you know, and, and they've delivered on it, you know, and then they have projections for how they capitalize on that and how they build on it moving forward. Um, and then that gap is just going to continue to grow. And unfortunately, right now, when you look at the only pathways that are available to our, our our youth players, and, you know, we to just to finish your thought before about the the youth teams and what we're, we're sacrificing, mm-hmm. we're going to see that um, sort of rear its ugly head in, you know, maybe four or five years when, you know, the, the yeah. player pool isn't as deep. But then hopefully with the league starting, we're able to kind of rectify that a little bit but again we're going to be putting in stop gaps instead of being proactive about what's possible and then we haven't even talked about the the knocks to the other programs like the the para soccer and the futsal and
1: oh jeez yeah
4: you know e- everything else that that canada soccer it all gets affected yeah Absolutely, yeah, but I mean, we're just playing catch up with with Europe, and we're seeing it already in in our youth teams, with the, especially on the women's side, with the the U seventeen and U twenty World Cups getting knocked out of the group stages this past yeah. uh, end of summer and fall.
1: Exactly, it's frustrating.
4: Um, yeah.
1: Sort of one more thing. Well, gosh, again, we could talk about this for hours, and and we <laughs> maybe we will. We do. Um, as somebody who is, you know, more. I guess, more on the fan side of things now. And obviously, I'm a massive fan. I'm part of the Voyagers. And this has been an ongoing conversation for the last couple of weeks as to what we as fans do to support uh, the WNT, the XNT in mm-hmm. this fight. And, you know, lots of people are like, oh, we want to protest or we want to do this. Or we want to do that. And what would you say? What would you say to fans? Like, what do you? What should they do? Just be loud. Just keep their voices heard. Just keep the pressure on. Like, what would you want to see from the fans?
4: Well, I, I think as as a fan, you're probably caught in a little bit of a quandary, right? Because you want to support the players on both yep. sides, you know. Yep. Um, but you also want to condemn. I'm guessing, but if I was, yeah. you know, if I'm putting my myself in in yes. their position. <laughs> you want to condemn what the association is doing. So I don't think the answer is to not show up. You know, I think the answer is to show up and you be loud. So you think about the U S women's national team when they won the world cup and then the parade in New York city and like the ticker tape, what was torn up was actually the lawsuits or like all the documents from when they sued the association or the federation for, Institutionalized gender discrimination, and that is that was what was raining down on all the players. And then you know, uh, chance for equal pay. So I don't see why, you know. Hopefully, I don't see this being resolved anytime soon. But hopefully, no, these women. I think the, the latest talk is if the game goes forward. There's a game April 11th, I believe, against France in France. Yep. They're in discussions about potentially that really critical home send-off game would happen in June outside a window and then two more preparatory matches in Australia prior to the world cup kicking off. So I would say in addition to the men's um, game on, is it March 28th or March is, 23rd? Yes. March 28th in, in, don't, at, in yeah. Toronto. Don't not show up, show up. Be loud, bring signs, support both programs. And I mean, yes, you could say, I don't want my money going to support them, but think about your presence and your money going to support the players. I think you have to reframe it and then bring your signs, be loud, um, condemn them or cheer the players on, do whatever you want. But I think you need to continue to show up. And then when the women hopefully have a home game, do the same because yeah. by leaving the stadium empty, I think the only thing you end up doing is punishing the players, not, not the Federation.
1: I agree. And I think we've been trying, you know, in just in personal conversations, not necessarily like sort of talking about what the, like the thorns went through on the NWSL um, last season and asking, you know, their fans to keep coming to the matches. We know you're upset with the owners and rightfully you should be. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. terrible things happening, but we want, we need your energy. You know, we want your support. Um, I will tell you that um, Voyager sections are basically sold out for that nation's That's league great. Match. Love And we weren't that. sure, we weren't sure which way that was going to go. And, but we've definitely, we've gotten lots of messages. People want to, you know, bring signs. What can they bring? What can they say? And we're like, do whatever feels good to you kind of thing we're here to support we're here to support the players so um, i think there's been a lot of really good conversation um outside of you know some stupid conversations but i think that's exactly it. i think the majority of the fan base is like we're really angry at the csa but we really love the players and we really want to show them
4: that we care about them so i think that's great you you show up and you show them your support but you continue to have that that discourse or that dialogue by being loud, but in the way that you want to, obviously in a respectful way, but being loud and bringing that message, continuing that thread, because that's another thing that's been missing from the women's game to sort of tie in all of the things that we've talked about today is that, you know, I did a podcast on rad can with Evelyn Bien um, over the course of the holidays. And she said that she gets people fans who come up to her and say, when's, when's the next Olympics? Like, good luck for the next Olympics. And she's like, I well, I'm, I'm playing. She, she says, thank you. And she moves on, but she's, you know, they don't know about my club. They don't know that I'm right. playing club in Sweden. They don't know that we're five months away from a women's world cup. They just see us winning medals at the Olympics. So they think that's the only thing that we do. So they're yeah. only relevant in some people's minds every four years. And so I think you need to have like those conversation worthy and important narratives around women's sport around these really engaging personalities more consistently. And that's a way that fans can really contribute. So not only, not only on this issue, but outside of it as well, just to keep these women and what they're doing um, on the daily in the news. And it, it keeps getting talked about.
1: Definitely. No, I love that thought. All right. I have two very quick questions for you before you go. What's your top memory from your playing days?
4: Uh, I'd have to say it's a tie between my first cap, which was nice. in 98 against China and Ottawa with my sister, Cindy, with my parents in the stands and also the Olympics and just that entire experience, um, obviously not losing to the U S which we did, um, <laughs> in the Watch. quarterfinals, but it was, you know, just that the whole atmosphere and getting to, to be a member of that Canadian delegation. That was something I'll, I'll never forget.
1: Amazing. Last question. What was your go-to locker jam?
4: Oh my goodness! It was probably <laughs> whatever whatever Melissa Tancredi had uh, had lined up. Oh, was, was, up. was, was Tank was, in charge of the music? Tank was in charge of the music, and we would have our dance battles. and And I'm pretty easy. Uh, there were there were fights over like what songs get played, and I would try to sneak some not necessarily classic rock, but maybe like alternative stuff and like the hip and things like that. And she'd be like, Walsh, well, get out of here. And then it would mostly be like <laughs> hip hop and, and danceable stuff, which I was also um more than fine with. So I don't know if I can name just one jam, but it was usually something <laughs> that we were something that we were dancing to.
1: I always did love the videos of you guys behind the scenes and the various dance offs and stuff. It's 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 so much yeah. fun because, because even through, through, through all the years, anytime you get to see old photos, old vid, um, just the, 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 just the sense of love and and community you guys all have for one another. Like it always, it always shines through. And it is one of the best things about supporting uh, the WNT and the XNT is, is that it's just, it's awesome. So.
4: Yeah. Fast and it's present. really palpable. Eh? I think so. Yeah, it's it, always, it always it, has been.
1: Absolutely. Like. For as long as I can remember, you didn't always notice it with the with the men's team, but with you guys, hundred percent could always feel it,
4: yeah, love that
1: all right, well, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to to talk to me about this. It has been just illuminating and such a great conversation, and please feel free to come back anytime we can we can have that merchandise pod if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh...
4: (laughs) Love it. Yes, we can continue Um, that chat another time. But thank you so much for having me, Kristen.
1: No, I really appreciate it. All right, everyone, please thank Miss Amy Walsh for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Legend. You can find her these days over on the Footy Prime podcast, but also she's delightful on Twitter. Um, So go find her there. What's your handle on Twitter? Amy 13 Walsh. There you go. And uh, also, congratulations on your new position at uh, CF Montreal and developing the women's game there.
4: Thank you so much. Maybe we can have a, another conversation around that, hopefully, as things move forward. Definitely.
1: Definitely. I would love
4: that. Cool. All okay. right. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: All right. Moving on to what we're talking about, and really, what are we talking about, except for the brand new Toronto FC kit? The drama. Shirt gate. <laughs> shirt gate. Like what the shirt? Um, it's just I can't. I as lovers of kits, and, and and you know the you know we 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 like a nice we like a nice kit, and we talk about them, we critique them, we dislike or like all kinds of them from teams the world over. And that has certainly included TFC kits through the years. Uh, plain red t shirt, um, Maple Leaf vomit. Um, but uh, this year, <laughs> this year's kit has been something special. It is inspired, like, seriously. And I've tried, I don't know if it's because we're more intimately involved with this one, but
3: guys, do you intimately. recall? Stop yeah. it well i mean they did i did have some time with anyway that, 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 that's what that sound you were really you were alone part. up at the b at the Mot g for a while before i got there that's true oh, yeah. no that that <sighs> that room had no windows by the way so mm. and the candles mm, that was a nice touch
0: but anyway what's re- what's really in that sound wave if you play it
2: yeah i was gonna say that that's a it's like a creaky bed post isn't it that's what's uh And Creaky Bez says that there's certain intimate action going on there, and that's the the soundtrack to it. Two-year cycle. There's no way I could have gotten that one. (laughs) Good try, though.
1: Anyway, but, like, the levels of ire that have come from a certain, from a segment of the fan base. Like, have we, have I just, like, managed to block this from memory? Or is this just literally, like, never before seen?
2: I help me out here guys uh, yeah it's probably just the case that you care more about it
3: yeah I like i i feel like like i feel like we were talking about this the other day and it was like what like what if anything was a trigger a catalyst for like even a similar level of rage for us for me and i mean i could think of uh trying to jack the prices of tickets to the height of the highest in the league when they were the absolute worst dog shit side in the league that made me really mad um because i'm a customer and i want to pay for tickets and i don't want to not be able to afford to go to games um i'm I'm mad at the fact that they put a giant roof over the uh south end and it does not protect you from the rain Yep, i mean it's acoustically yep. it's brilliant but um that's a really expensive acoustic setup um but i get you, mad when they you, mic up you the can monthly. you can hang
2: argo's flags off it as well though
3: <laughs> but, but
1: not tfc tfo's at all
2: yeah i wonder what happened there fuck but like like the,
3: those things those are things that have made me like angry but not to the level of venom that some of these people have. Levied against the club and other people associated too. Mm.
2: So. Was so. was this handy scapegoat thrown out there for people to direct their ire towards?
3: Oh, I'm look okay. As as soon as my face got attached to the email, <laughs> it was on. Like it was like instantaneous, and I understand. Like I, but also too, I knew that was going to happen. I wouldn't have agreed to any of that if I didn't if I thought I was gonna somehow get away with it, whatever it was, you know. I'm 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 well aware of how the internet works and how you know people with thumbs and a data plan seem to think that their opinion matters, and that's is what it is. You know, you can have a go. And I'm also clever enough to know how to deal with these humans air quotes um yeah so like and then the then the the neil davidson article that that was you know a good 30 seconds of fame i suppose um i will say it is 100 percent accurate everything in there is accurate from the my level of participation which I know a lot of people who somehow tweeted at me and messaged me and tagged me in, in Instagram could not read, apparently, or chose not to. But uh, yeah, uh, how do how you guys, how do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? Should I just start? Well, off? Mark, I think
1: that clearly we have questions about, right, you know, fire. obviously, what were you thinking by ruining? the kit for all of us for the next two years. How dare
3: you? I, um, I that, that is, a, this has been a very long time invested, expensive con just to get one shirt <laughs> fucked up for two years, guys. I just want to say it's not a good plan. It really isn't. And I don't recommend it because, I mean, just think of how many hours of this podcast we've done. We got to be into the 2000s just by the length of them alone. That's a lot of time just to get one kit messed up. Am I right? That's a lot of time. But uh, the
0: long game. I wow. know it's
3: it's uh, strategically brilliant, effortly stupid. Honestly.
0: Um, well, why don't you why don't you start off by by explaining the difference between input and designing? Ooh,
2: yeah, I was going to say, haven't you haven't you spent the last two years working day and night? Yeah, disturbing- like every single facet of this including actually making the shirts yourself and like mm-hmm. overseeing I the thought I know by, Mac? that that's okay. what i understand from some of the comments
3: okay so 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 here's 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 what i thought i'm going to i'm going to go back to about the third meeting we had which would have been back in january of 2021 for those of you who are keeping track that is 2 years ago this mm. this was if this was if this was insemination, this is a child now of one years old, okay? It's a long time. In that third meeting, I showed up with 10 different designs, 10 different designs, because I did not know what this process was. And some of them were some of them were, were okay. Some of them were just a concept that I needed to flesh out further if this was going to go forward, and some of them were kind of sweet. And um, I showed them to to uh, the people at Toronto FC, and they were like, "Oh, this is like they 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 kind of dug some of them, which was great." But that's not how this works, and that's not what my involvement was. Me being a graphic designer and a jersey head weren't nearly as important as me being a day one season's ticket holder who has participated in tfc culture for a long period of time meaning like i'm paying attention and they wanted are you sure mark have you ever heard any of the songs
1: the songs sung in the south end like ever
3: um i've 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 literally invented one the d row one that was all me that was that absolutely was me i'm pretty sure time vouch for it when i did it the first time Proof. um so suppose i know but um
0: we also made the voo noise with our mouth. Oh, that was, that cool was too.
3: but that was particularly funny because during that World Cup, it was really quiet. I'm like, this needs, this needs something.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that just took off. We were particularly hilarious in, in, in the middle of 113, Honestly, we were fucking amazing. Um, So, so after, after finding out that all these designs that I did were for not. Basically what the next step was is they, they told me how this goes and effectively what it is, is we have to come up and I say we, as in the marketing department and myself, we have to come up with a series of ideas and present them on like a vision board and submit them to Adidas and Adidas then takes that information and they create the designs. Of which we get three different variants, usually of the same thing. And then we decide what we like and tweak and then send off. Okay. So you admit it was your doing. You sent the suggestions. So mm-hmm. I did not send the suggestions. <laughs> I have no contact whatsoever with Adidas because if I did have a contact, I'd probably be updating my resume every other week, trying to see if I could sucker my way into Germany. That is not how any of this works. I have had no contact with anybody with Adidas, not once. So in that meeting, in that that, one of the first meetings where I met the marketing department, we, he, he had like a couple of very almost like thought exercise type questions. And one of them was, and this is this is in the article, but effectively like close your eyes and what do you think of when you think of like the game day experience? What do you see? What do you smell? What do you hear? Yada yada yada. And I kept going back to the sound and I kept going back to the buzz of the stadium. And and I I'd said like there is a distinct buzz of the stadium. And ultimately, the conclusion I came to: while the south end, the the heartbeat of the stadium is the south end, but the heartbeat of the south end is that drum, and that's where the, that thump, that's where that sound wave pattern that shows up on the on the trim of the hip and the back that's where that comes from. The only thing I can actually lay claim to, where my physical contribution ended up on the kit, is that I went and sought out a video. That was taken of. I think it was. It was like I think it was the um, the home second leg game versus Montreal. Mm-hmm. And there's just it's just a. All I was just looking for the thump thump thump. I wanted a cleanish cut of that thump. I loaded into a, an audio editor, got the sound wave. Cop, uh, take a, took a screenshot of the sound wave, cleaned it up, sent it over to them, and. Whether they used that exact thing or they made their own version, don't care. As far as I'm concerned, that is my only contribution. I didn't get to pick where it went. I didn't get to pick how it looked. I get to pick any of that shit, anything that you would think I would. That is, but it's the only part of the kit that I directly, I wouldn't say designed, but came close to designing. Everything else was other conversations. One of the first conversations we had, was um, they were talking about, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of interest in bringing back an Onyx kit. But the thing that I don't know how many people realize is that under the current rules, you're not going to get an Away Onyx kit. You can't. The rules state that you get a light kit and a dark kit. The red is considered a dark kit. That's why all of our Away kits lately have been white. Mm-hmm. or gray or white and gray the only way you can we were that toronto C was going to get an onyx kit was going to be at the expense of a red kit so then it was how like first one of the first questions was do you think people would be receptive to this and i said yeah because honestly i like to see some different things it's only for two years it's not a life commitment lord knows we see some dog shit kits at TSC, we've seen some dog shit kits throughout MLS. But the nice part about that is, is that they're here for a limited time only.
2: Mm-hmm. You may have been talking to Jeffrey Neska too much. Yeah, you know, if it's the whole um, thing will people I, like I mean kids? I mean no, yes.
3: I no lie when
2: they did say
3: that. I smiled, at the, I smiled on Jeff's behalf. <laughs> I did. Because he he is he is one of the more vocal pro onyx kit people. Um so with that it was now how do we get there what do we do and we were spitballing ideas concepts and this was this was actually more with um uh, there was there was a there was a call i was on with the marketing people but also dear friend of the show bill manning and coach armis that's how long this was ago remember coach armis yeah wow
2: yeah, Leeds he's Coach Armes. Coach Armes. Man United. I yeah, yeah. Oh, Man United. Man United's Chris Armis. Oh. Leeds. Chris Leeds Armis, United. Hello. Yeah. Armas. Is he still there after Jesse uh, Marsh got canned? Or? I can... Yeah, he's he's currently isn't he currently in
1: charge? I
2: put mean, that no, I put, it that, I put that, the... that loosely. Yeah, it was he one was, one of the was for at least
1: coaches. He was for at least a match because it was because they were playing because they were playing Man United the next match, and that yeah, was like the funny thing.
2: It's one of the other assistants that got this is like officially the the manager now oh, I was. I thought to it was him. Honest. That would be hilarious. I in a terrible shoot me kind of way. Mm. But uh I guess he's... No, been leads a point, ex
1: Manchester United. Oh no, it's to his backroom team. Never mind.
2: Forget it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, presumably he's has got bumped up a position. If uh yeah. the assistant coach is now proper coach, he's now... You probably know, closer to that. We just need this guy to have a few bad results and get fired, and it'll be Chris Armas who's leading the charge. His
1: his coaching, his managerial trajectory is
2: fascinating. So yes, it's impressive. It really. Oh, is. we let Mark continue, people. Yes. How how is this what are his kid design ideas so, all about, Mark?
3: So so yeah. So in that so in that meeting. So this is what I what I was going to present, air quotes present at this meeting was basically part of a conversation I'd had about a week before and they really were looking for like the fan input but when I say the fan I mean me and I was trying to and this is like Mark Hinkley the fan the fan that's a that's a radio station Kristen come on so I like I kind of felt like I was taking on responsibility like I didn't, it was, this wasn't like about me. It's like, I think this is what people might get into, might dig. I had a bunch of, and I came up about like, I don't want to say like free marketing ideas, but i I'd said a bunch of things like, you know, you make it a, you can make it an onyx shirt, but you just say, no, this is a red shirt. Little like with, with, with however it turned out. It's like, no, it's a red shirt. You just lean into it. It's a red shirt. Even if it, it was black with red art, with red sleeves, it's a, it's a red shirt.
2: Yeah, it's red with with onyx trim.
3: Yeah, but yeah. but but what that was one of the ideas I, I I I kind of like flew out of my face. But another one was it's like you you could also pro- approach it like it was armor, you know, like Roman armor styles. And which was what I did not know is apparently, um, and this was told to me afterwards, is that Bill was really into that part of history, and so the idea of Roman armor on tfc's kits kind of like raised his eyebrows and put a grin on his face. i'm like oh that was an accident this really
1: is all your
2: fault then is what you're saying
3: yeah this is (laughs) this is the conclusion this is all my fault
2: so so it could be like that when when the (laughs) other senators had that stupid mascot thing before a game and everything got a guy dressed up in the Roman armor and everything TFC could have that is that is that on the well,
3: way I'm I'm sure it's I'm sure it's in a dusty basement somewhere in Ottawa
2: so what you're saying is we could have had Roma kits thanks a yes, lot we could have had
3: Roma kits that's that was the takeaway <laughs> I said no Tony that's the takeaway for sure <laughs> so after so after that um then then there, like that was kind of during the um imagination thought Exercise process uh, uh, inspiration board, and shortly thereafter, we saw the mockups of what they'd come back with. This was by far and away the best idea. Some of them, I can't remember what they look like. I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to have a digital copy, which hurts uh, because, not because I want to. Like, I've had this secret for two years. Everyone, I don't know if you, everyone, that's clear. I only told. Duncan and Tony, about a year ago, which it seems cruel. but it was I was, mostly, I was mostly doing it because I didn't want to ruin this for everybody or myself. So I really kept it under wraps.
1: i would I would just like to say I'm very
3: proud of how well I kept that secret. yeah, also, Kristen knew almost the day after because and just to kind of re or like just to hop back in the story. I got oh, yeah. To, to lay the blame on me. Go for oh, it. No, it's not to lay the blame on you. It's... <laughs> I don't get this opportunity if Kristen doesn't bug Bill Manning to come on our podcast in 2017. That's that's a fact. He came on our show. I made a... I shot my shot. It's like, do you need a hand helping out with doing, doing the kits? Ha, ha, ha. And then he reached out to Kristen saying, hey, would Mark be interested in in, in being a part of this? So, obviously I had to tell her when I was what I was pitched as to how it would contribute. So, she knew.
0: So, if Kristen never got in touch with Bill Manning, what yes. you're saying is, we'd have a red kit right now?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay,
3: so it is Kristen's fault. Um,
1: it is completely my fault. Okay, so everyone who's really pissed off at Mark right now,
3: uh, I guess, apologize. direct your anger at me? Oh, God. Um, no, <laughs> so, so, so anyway, that was, God, that, that meeting was probably about 18 months ago. And then I, when they firmed it up, they kind of had me in a meeting and just showed me this is the final kit with basically what you see. That shirt, red shorts, black socks. And then they didn't hear anything for almost a year because they're already designing next year's away kit like that's that's the cycle rod
2: are you in on that one as well mike or can no, you tell us
3: yeah no me? no
2: <laughs>
3: I, I i wanted
1: to. one kit per customer
3: yeah
2: is that, the,
1: is, that the, is that the turquoise one you were telling us
3: about um no it's all blue and it says oh, montreal cool. emblazoned across the front of it <laughs> nice <laughs> irony and and cheese holes on the back so it's uh, and and the mountains for the
1: trim yeah. um
3: so so like like also, just as a to, again, how long this was going on in one of those meetings, um, somehow, like the day before, the current away kit had just shown up in the office, like a, a, a prototype, and the, the my contact basically unfurled it in a zoom meeting. And that was a year, but like that was that was going to come out in the next year. Like I I I I knew what the awake what this current awake kit looked like a year before it came out,
0: and you still this, didn't. This, you this, still to to long, this day, you haven't told me and Duncan that.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's you're, you're I, gonna love it when it came out last year. Um, yeah. So like like I'm just I'm I'm only just putting into like the scope of how how little I actually did, how little I contributed, and how long this takes, because again, it's a two year cycle, so like I said, they're, they're, they're already planning the next away kit. I asked questions. I, they, he just said, it's a lighter one. I'm like no shit. Like, thank you. <laughs> um, which is about the smart answer you could possibly give because that would also be factually accurate. So um yeah. So then, then all that happened. And then I didn't hear anything up until about a month ago. And that's when Chris and I went up to the, the training ground. For it was Media so Day. cool. Yeah. And uh we got to see all the behind the scenes stuff. That's where I got my my fancy ass photo with uh Jonathan Asario who shook my hand and said it looks awesome and all the players love it. uh, uh so scandal. If, if I, why would why would a why would somebody who went to the World Cup lie to my face? That's really the logic Exactly. You know, actually me, me and me Asario have a lot in common. We've both been to a World Cup. So everyone else can just talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it. anyway. Um, that's for the trolls. So that whole thing, like, like we had, like, we did the photos and then they, the, the staging where you see the players come walking down and clutching the shirt and making hand gestures and beating their chest. Like they had me do one of those. Like I literally (laughs) was like, I was standing there and then Bernard and then, and then, uh, um, uh, Daddy Bradley Bob. did one. Yep. And then, and then, uh, and then like, okay, DeAndre Care. What? What the fuck am Wasn't I doing it? up there? Why am I up there? Why do you need what do you need? Like every player. I had so many pictures. The coach and this guy? I whatever, sure. I went and did it. And I handed it up as best as I could.
2: Dude, so but when was, does this get released? When when
3: I've only, I've I've seen it used. There was there was a it was like a 13, it literally is a 13 second clip. So if somehow you go through the socials and you see from TSC a 13 second clip, I show up at the 10 second mark and I'm done by the 11 second mark. And it's just a-
2: Okay, yeah. So I half, think I've seen that you're, you're holding the kit up.
3: Yes. Okay. Yes, I was thinking
2: I, it was like you were wearing the kit. And they they know, were, no, 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 they Doing all the silly poses and budge thumping and kissing that they'll, they get the players to do, but no.
3: I had, so, okay. So behind the scenes, there was literally one kit available that wasn't being worn by players. And it was in my hands and possession for most of the fucking afternoon. And I had people come at you still have the kit, right? You still like, it was literally the other kit. You still have the kit, right? You, you have it? Do you have it? Is it with you? It'll be like in my hand over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it right here. Um, I had at least three people apologize. Sorry, we don't, we don't have a kit for you yet. Because they literally only had this extra one. The supply chain haven't they haven't, or hadn't arrived at that point. So uh, I'm apparently due a kit, which I cannot wait to get my hands on. But um, so after I did that, then they had me do, I did an interview. Like I'm sitting down in a loungish chair type thing. And people are asking me questions about this whole story. And I don't know how that's going to be used. And I'm not going to lie little little nervous that that's going to be a halftime somewhere and i'm hope i'm either wearing a mask or in the washroom um <laughs> just because <laughs> it like nobody you know you never want to see yourself on the tv let's be honest Kristen. i know you probably felt that a little bit
0: every oh time God, they aired do documentary. the documentary
3: um every time yeah so uh nonetheless um so we went up for media day and at that point, Kristen actually got to see the kit, which we were sworn multiple times to secrecy. Yep. By various staff members. Yep. Like it was It like this was like a whole fucking production. Bill said he'd come back on the show. Hmm? Yep.
1: Right and to he our promised not to, spill any, promise not to spill any more beer. And he
3: promised not to spill any more, any more beer. I can't believe you remembered that.
0: I know it was very funny because I know you guys remembered it, but I can't believe he did. God, what could what will befall this club if he comes on our show a second time yeah. <laughs> in a few years? Prior, name change. We asked Duncan to join us to help change the name. Yeah.
1: Hey, he came on the show and the club went to glory. So clearly, Bill needs to come on the show every year.
2: Yeah, uh, because but then eventually we ended up with a gray jersey. Oh, come on, Kristen. <laughs> like, huh. That's you're right. You're, that's right.
1: You know what? And it's the end of end of football as we know it. You're yeah, right. I, I'm so sorry. I,
3: I appreciate that that you 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 stay focused, Duncan. That's <laughs> that's the one thing I I can set my watch
0: to. Is Duncan? I, is laser I, I do focused. what I can. Yeah. As far as we're concerned, that MLS Cup has been erased.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm. Um, yeah, we're, we're the Grays now. We have no history before this year. We're the Grays. Yeah,
3: no, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. New, We're under new management, apparently. Um, and, to know, and to
0: know you had the slightest, most minuscule amount of input in that mm, yes. just tears yeah. me up.
2: We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're the <laughs> Onyx. We're, we're like an Irish basketball team. The Onyx. No yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, history. I got two questions for you, Mark, based on that process.
3: Yeah, man.
0: The vision board. Mm. Did it say live, love, laugh on it? Uh,
3: no, no. Actually, Damn. I don't even think I, I, I saw the vision not, board.
2: Not even on the inside of the collar? No.
0: No. no. Okay, but, my second question, and this is, yes. this is, I know you don't know the answer, but I like to think that nobody checked on the sound wave. And if that is the case, I'm a bit disappointed with all the catchphrases we have on the show. You didn't sneak that in. Instead, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, like if someone awesome. if someone scanned it, it was like sometimes in a man's life. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually,
3: Cody. It's just you going caca caca. Yeah, I just, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> that would be amazing. And inside, on the inside of the collar, it just says blankety blank, which is <laughs> it's, it's an homage to us as a podcast. Yeah, you know, one as soccer. It be. You know how the whole podcast did this. Fucking yeah. Dumb. Um. No, I said the the
0: host. Let's get it straight. It's the host. The hosts were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) Jesus. Seriously, at me. Um. (laughs) What else? Uh, Yeah. I. I. I think that is pretty much like the crux of this. I mean, I. 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 I will say uh, to those of you who've reached out (laughs) and just said nice things, bless you. Like, like at least you, like you understood what exactly, like the, the the some of you who actually had the, had the kindness to say, I don't particularly care for the kit, but man, that must've been an awesome experience. Yeah, it was. It was an awesome experience. I fucking can't believe I'm a part of this shit. I really can't, but that's the, that's the interaction you should have. It's like, I don't care what, for the output, but man, that was that was like how happy am I for you that you got a chance to do that? Thanks. Thank you. You you can say that. You know, you guys can say that. A lot of people who did reach out were just super like congratulatory and happy for me. Some people were like, This is this is amazing. This is fire. Friend of the show, Tej has already threatened that his whole family will wear them. And I love you, love you, bro. Thank you for that. <laughs> Um, I didn't threaten it just it just like yeah we'll get we're all gonna have him it's like yes but like I think he would have liked him anyway whether I was associated to him or not but
2: um, and presumably you know, Jeffrey Neska is going to be wallpapering his entire house um, with this. I'm,
3: I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he got <laughs> three
0: you know, you know it's funny uh, a serious note about the criticism is that people actually didn't take the time to think hmm billion billion dollar like company MLSD and adidas are actually going to hand the keys over to a fan to design the shirt and just say okay right yeah this is not homer and a car
1: okay right. this is
0: not uh, what this situation like, is wish, but that's what they think Mark it is made a homer car kit
3: i mean mm. to be fair that's what i that's what i at least I didn't think I was going to get the keys and have free reign of the facility. No, yeah. I, I thought, I actually thought that I'd present some ideas and then they would work with me and tweak it and come up with something better.
0: Yeah. But Were, you su- Were you surprised when you saw it? What's that? Were you surprised when you saw the finished product?
3: Um, I'll be honest with you. When I first saw it, I was actually a, a little bit disappointed. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. reason why is because the, and this was on paper. OK, like this was like a, an illustrator file PNG mm-hmm. on a screen that the light gray stripe was really light mm. and the red pinstripe looked really thick. Now, this is more this is probably more of a diagram than an actual blueprint that I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, this yeah. is this is conceptually what it should be. But this isn't this is not even close to the final product. So what I've seen in person is way better than that image. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, OK. And like, like, and this is the thing, like I've done enough print media that what you do on your screen and what comes out of the printer are quite often two different enough things mm-hmm. that you can just, you just go, I'm going to just trust the printer. So in this case, I'm just going to trust the designers. I'm just going to trust their printers and their fabric people and their, their ink people who are going to make sure that this isn't really jarringly weird and crappy and like. Because I mean, if the if the gray was any lighter, it would have been bad. I mean, if if I if I if I was over in Germany, I would have said, "Can we make that light gray darker?" Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. It's not so like on off on off obvious. Um, and I probably would have. I probably still might have gotten rid of the red pinstripe, but it's that's that kind of separates them. But it's it's growing on me. The more and more I see it, like in a distance, it 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 definitely adds and increases the redness from a distance. So it's not just like because i w- the way the shirt's cut i the more I thought of it if they didn't have the red pinstripe it might look like a training shirt so like okay, i because I feel like I've seen like t f c two play in a shirt that looks similarly like that on like on the road or something or you know training photos from the from from from, from like when they're on the road or something like that but it i once I saw the physical the physical final shirt mm-hmm. uh my my attitude went up on it like I'm, I'm quite happy with it well that's um, what i was to gonna like say
1: like to. the day we were up at the bmont g like when i got there and you and and you were like okay. huh like i because I, I you know i was i was sort of like met on it up until then but i was withholding judgment until i saw it in person hmm. the physical kit especially especially as opposed to those those leaked photos it I can't until you see it looks so much better
3: mm. so much better
1: yeah. and um those,
3: and those leaks were kids kids kits and some people got that but a lot of yep. people didn't
1: yep anyway the kit in person especially when you see it on the players and stuff and in whatever in action with,
3: with the it's name actually set, really nice yeah with oh the, yeah the name said it's a complete shirt like it really yeah. is a complete shirt
0: but the but the fun the, the, the ironic part about this uh, mark i've known you for a long time now and and worked with you on things you've designed over the years to, to people out there if mark had actually designed the kit you, you're you'd be blown away probably by what he would have come up with like right. if you had true design you know if you right. did it
3: Thank yeah you. that's too kind
0: no no it's true because I mean, you know yeah i've seen all kinds of shit you've done and like <laughs> it, that that's that's the the like I think that's what made me the most mad, but you can't yell at a, a wall when people were getting up in your business about being a graphic designer. It was like, yeah, you should see what he'd actually do. Yeah,
3: Thanks. Yeah. I mean, and this, this, the funny part about, so the funny part about the whole, I did 10 designs. Um, I never in my life. Can I, have I used the dog ate my homework excuse, <clears throat> but those designs are currently sitting on a hard drive that may or may not be dead. And it was <laughs> the only place I saved it. So at some point in time, I'm going to go and spend 50 bucks and get a hard drive dock and then let some software run on it for eight hours, trying to just pick it apart and see if it can extract it. And once I get my hands on that fucking thing, I may post it somewhere. And um, some again, and I'll post all 10 of them. I don't care. Like some of them, some of them I know are bad. Some of them are like, and for those of you who've ever done any kind of design work, you know what I'm talking about. For those of you don't you ever had an idea in your head and it sounded awesome? And then when you actually put it down on paper or in a program, or whatever, you looked at it and went, man, that's dog shit. What the fuck were you thinking? There's a couple in there that ended up like that. I had this one I, and, and in my mind, it would still be awesome, but I just don't think I can pull it off. I had it like a half and half, but on a diagonal and it was split by the CN tower. Like, so it was like cast in shadow on one side. Like it conceptually, it sounded amazing. But when I drew it, I was like, this is fucking awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward. Don't, but I'm so like, I still feel it can be done. I just don't know how, because this is like, this is now an art school technique that I never went to school for. <laughs> but,
2: but like, The same tower yeah. would be like, just down the middle of the shirt, like like the shirt's wearing a tie.
3: Oh no, like from from right shoulder to left hip. Uh, on a diagonal so like uh monaco ish Hmm.
0: Uh, cn sash
3: yeah cn sash yeah that's a good name but anyway um yeah like like and uh, i'll be honest with you one of those ideas was at least one of them was definitely onyx there might have been two or three but uh there were a couple bangers in there like legit my wife has saw them and she's like you should just like go back to that firm in china that made those uh Russian re- Soviet
2: reimagination kits. And oh, I love those, a run of those I'm like, mm. I just I set yourself they're... up outside uh, Exhibition Stadium selling them off. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the real Mark Hinkley. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'll sign him.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, you mean the Hinkley Signature Series? Yeah, I've got yeah. two of the five and they're on back order.
2: <laughs> yeah, but and, um, yeah, my last question on this Mac. <laughs> Why, why did do you do you let them keep the sponsor? I mean, if you designed the whole kit, I mean, how much did BMO give you to put their name on <laughs> that? Made it sponsorless Um, I wanted to rearrange the letter so it said mob.
3: Um <laughs> mm. I, I figured we'd we'd get an entirely different uh, fan base with that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah that's uh. I uh, I right. I did lobby I did lobby for an arm patch uh spot for for uh, vocal minority and uh, they yeah. laughed they got well, they got a I, chuckle I, they didn't answer it but they got a chuckle
0: the half and half one that had my face and Duncan's face on the other was my favorite one
3: you know what I I didn't get a chance to do keeper kits but that I did yeah. think of that
0: one that one all our faces in polka dots would have been great oh my god yeah, oh, no, yeah. that would have been amazing yes or uh, yes. or most of all just that plain kit but when you pulled it up over your head it had duncan's face like the burger king one yes oh fuck. <laughs> i would totally buy that but one. but duncan not looking celebratory at all just no. straight face <laughs> stoic as fuck
3: it's the it, no it's the face it's the face that he would be making when he does a <sighs> that noise yeah. i can yeah. not do it i want that because that's a great noise duncan i need you to know that that is not making fun of you that is <laughs> I mean, appreciating the and shit that, out of the, the sound yeah, and,
0: and yeah. that could have been the sound wave. Yeah, that should have been the sound wave. I was just wave. gonna say that should have been yeah. the sound wave, yeah. Or,
3: or or or
1: more... the or the or the <clears throat> yeah, that one, yes.
0: <laughs> that could have been the jock. that could have been on the jock tag. Yes.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> the jock
2: tag. Yeah, and that would be right, a well, musical thing. You have to kind of like push it and it makes the sound, not just the actual oh, sound. That wave. would be that'd be
0: awesome. Mm. Yeah, so when guys get tackled awkwardly, it's just the stadium is filled with little <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Yeah. So well, before was, before we move topic. on from this, sorry, no, sorry go Mark. ahead. I was just gonna say that was a that was a very in in all seriousness, that was a very enlightening uh, truth about the whole process. And yeah, you should be proud of taking part in the process. It was good. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, again, amazing that anyone thought they handed you the keys and said, "Okay, we'll check in with you in two years." Man. Man. I, like, like, don't get me
3: wrong. I, I, I often, over the last years, I've thought of that wouldn't have been awesome if, wouldn't have been awesome. If, which is particularly hilarious because, um, two, like, in the current, in the new crop of kits, there were two artists or design firms that, like, were promoted as designing the kit. The one out in uh, Colorado, the Colorado away kit in the in the Red Bull away kit, which we'll talk about next week. Um, like maybe maybe that was a trend. Like, oh yeah, if you want to get some third party to design the kit, we'll work with them. But they didn't let me have it, and I'm not mad at that. I just didn't know we didn't we didn't know what the other teams had like or what their processes were. But um, I know it. I I'll always be like, man, if I could only get like if there was a chance to get one full clean swing at this. But anyway, I'm. Either way, this has still been like it's so fuck it's been so fucking cool. It's been so amazing. And regardless of whether you like audience listening, whether you loved it or hate it, I'm sorry, but you can't take it away from me. Like I this was this was like this is the equivalent of like going like if you were a Disney fan, going to Disney World where they make the films, not the amusement park. So like it was just Ah, I, 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 it was, it was amazing. And I'm, I'm genuinely fucking humbled that they would think of, I'm humbled that Bill would remember me enough to want to ask. And I'm flattered that TFC let me be a part of this. You're very likable. I try.
0: Mm. Just I more people are finding out now. I, I guess you're not history's greatest monster after all. No, no,
2: it's
3: <laughs> true. Mister used to <laughs> Binko 10 at checkout to get a discount.
4: <laughs>
3: That's been one of my favorite uh that was troll great res- troll responses honestly. Yeah. I, I the, there was one guy kept doing that kept naming different players. I was I was literally going to try and remember how to spell The He put in his 22, but I was going to put the accents. So good luck with that.
4: <laughs>
3: All right, well
1: speaking of that. So oh, with yeah. with with all of this and, and Mark, thank you so much for like explaining the process and, and everything that's been going on with it, which was very, very cool. And it was cool cool to learn as you were doing it. And, um, I was so glad I got to see you in your, like, have your moment and stuff up, uh, during media day and stuff. That was very cool to watch. And, uh, I have so many pictures, you guys, you have no idea how many pictures I have of Mark doing his thing. It's great. Um, and, and then, and then of course we got to meet just tomorrow.
0: Yay. Um, That was awesome, but... As long as there's none with anybody getting intimate with the kit. (laughs) No, no, I wasn't there for that,
1: Um, I'm assuming. Um, But, so there's two things. Uh, One, the greatest amount of ire for this kit. And and, uh, we're going to read some comments from the internet. And I know they tell you not to read the comments.
3: Yeah, never read the comments but it's say don't feed the trolls and hilarious and i i i don't i don't
1: mark don't. bought a mark went to trolls rs costco and yeah. bought like you know bought the mega shit. pack
3: yeah no i've got i've got the like there's a shortage of troll troll food now because i just yeah because mark it mark has it all you know pandemic right blockchain but so the main travel.
1: thing the main thing that everyone seems to be very 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 angry about like oh my god next level angry and mark mentioned this earlier is the fact that the kit is not primarily red holy shit you would think that everybody is being held at gunpoint and like forced to say come on you greys or something because that's been their clever refrain Mm -hmm. um oh i have i it's not like they redesigned the entire club and changed everything for the end of time. Like it's I,
3: anyway, the, the they g- are so angry. The mental They're gymnastics so with some of like, with some of that, it's like, uh, you know, we're not the, we're not the grays, you know, we're the red team. It's like, well, I don't recall anybody like leaving in protest when they wore their away kits at home. Did that happen? I Did I miss that one? Was no. I not there for that one? No. And that's not even last year. It's every year. There's like I I'm I'm of the am the weird one of the camp that thinks you should never wear your home your away kits at home unless for some fucking reason someone forgot to pack the right bag. You know, as an emergency. I'm okay as an emergency, but these are literally planned. And I know why it's because they want to sell shirts. But again, you know, oh, when the Reds go marching in and they're wearing white and gray halves i didn't see it i didn't see it during those games guys do you are you not are you not true fans air quotes like come on fuck off don't give me this shit don't give me this this purity test last year you only have to look at photos from last year to know that they're they're you don't they are they are do not they do not exist uh-huh. and i've i've seen some real doozy uh like like uh arguments if you want um you know, talk about tradition and history and tradition and history, tradition and history. It's like, are you guys aware that the entire Bundesliga fucking changes their mind every other year as to what they want their colors to be? 1860 Munich, and I only know this because it's a team I, I follow and enjoy laughing at their misery sometimes, have literally had a navy kit, a white kit, and a sky blue kit as their home color in recent years. Like, you can't say, oh, but... Liverpool, blah blah blah. It's like, right? You named one, but I can name one as well. Bayern Munich changes it a lot. Um, I'm pretty sure Dortmund changes it a lot. They've had they've had different shades of yellow for fuck's sake.s uh, Those of you will know the uh, the shack we sat years of of Borussia Dortmund, where they were like highlighter yellow as their color. That's. That's when they were in the Champions League and nearly winning things, but they nearly imploded because they spent themselves into into the ground. But like you can't you can't just cherry pick what you want. If I if, if I can't cherry pick what I want, the these designs are like you can be fluid with this shit. You should have fun with this shit. Yeah, it's gonna piss off people, but you know what? It's not permanent until 2026 when Toronto changes their colors to blue and pink. <gasps> oh, I know this. <laughs> that's a lot um so i just had a couple i think duncan
1: has uh, some stuff up on his on his uh on his phone but um yeah. i've been looking under the instagram post <laughs> oh boy
3: there's some absolute doozies
1: they're they're oh my they, i wow there yeah. are some very 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 angry people one of people. my favorites though one of my favorites um is 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 this one and 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 mark decided that you know he just bought the troll food and he he needed to have a a chat with this individual um mark hinckley is a hamilton forge supporter and did this to mess with toronto fans he should have his season tickets revoked You should one or not
3: oh my god what what
1: and and the best and and mark's mark's response well the first one because it goes on for some time but i'm just gonna get Uh, both an expensive and a decades long con genius. Really glad you love the kit. And it just goes from there. It's delightful. It might be my, my favorite, um, several iterations of come on, you Greys. the gray home kit, whatever. A lot of, well, it'd be a nice third kit. Where's the real Jersey. A lot of those, um, Whoever signed off on this needs to be fired. Mm. Um,
3: yeah, because that heads roll on this one.
1: <laughs> mm. um, crazy that this club will be going without a red kit. Oh Literally God. mind-blowing. Can you believe it? Literally
0: mind-blowing. Literally.
3: Yes. Literally. Imagine Toronto to is... Mind that's blown.
1: Toronto is red. Home kit should be red. All caps. Mm, of course. Um, mm. They're very... The vision of a day one member pisses me off too. I'm a first day member who truly hates it. So now we're at one-to-one.
3: Yeah, but at the same time too, (laughs) there's a reason why nobody talks to that guy.
2: Yeah. Like get yourself a podcast that has the president on guy. Yeah, exactly. Then maybe,
3: yeah. Be friends with Kristen. Step two, do podcasts. Step three, Wait.
1: Um, oh this is great it's not too late y'all i know you're a terrible company run by blood-sucking capitalists with no idea of what people want but it's not too late everybody hates this (laughs) everybody make a red jersey so whenever we look back at this year we don't have to think about how terrible we looked so the rich guys could sell different terrible jerseys not too late change Does
3: does (laughs) does that guy not know that that's exactly how the model is fucking everywhere i
1: know like this, this, this guy multi-post though. Like I scroll and I see he pops up like oh, yeah. every ten posts. It's hilarious.
3: One man crusade.
1: Um, no, yeah, I've,
3: I've seen a couple one man crusades. Those are-
1: yeah, you have how many supporters groups? You ask them input on jersey design how many times, but you give some random the authority to
3: destroy <laughs> our
1: home kit. The authority. Yes.
3: Fun fact: Um, I was told that yes, I was the first. I was the I. I am the earliest an outside person has been involved in the kit creation process since TFC began. The kit destruction f- process. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? You know what? That's, that's how you do it. You do it from the inside, one thread at a time. Yeah, <laughs> it was an
0: inside job. Um, yeah.
3: No, it's not the thread <laughs> that binds, the
0: thread that kills.
3: Um, yeah, I know. I know, right? yeah mask off um Mm. so but one i i they didn't say what year it was but apparently there was a year where i think with the three kits they brought in the supporters groups and they picked which one it was i don't i don't know it doesn't matter but like that's how like i can't imagine how many non-disclosure agreements they had to be signed for that meeting to take place like honestly i signed an nda i could not say a thing about the kit until the kit came out and i wasn't sure about what i could say but like like this is still marketing at its at its core like it's just it's fine it's fine we just we know this i know this because i buy how many fucking shirts every goddamn year we talk about shirts all the time because yes we do we cuz they change it's always changing it's always something different
0: you know what the, the I, I said this a, lot a couple of weeks ago the ironic thing for me about this this kit is i think a decade or two down the line it is going to be such a cult kit because it's so oh different oh my
1: god Probably. so collectible yeah. Yeah. Um, like, i'm I mean, going to i'm going to sorry i just i want to i want to i want to i want to just do one more and i'm going to turn the mean tweets over to, to duncan and mm-hmm. for the discussion but i just came across this one yeah. and this one just made me laugh because mark you know how when i was showing you the pictures that i took of you during your your media experience on the big stage with the drums yeah. and the flames and the music and stuff and you were like oh man that's oh that's the picture they're going to use yeah. oh no and that's the picture they used mm-hmm. um so and it, it's <laughs> on the Instagram post. That smug expression on Hinkley's face. Yes, Hinkley, you did that, and it's vomit. And most fans fucking hate it. Why ask one fan? Either do a large-scale consultation with many fans, or don't ask any at all. Oh Who's this God. Hinkley <laughs> guy to become the de facto fan representative? Okay. It was. Sorry,
2: it no, just no. made me. All right, Co- couple, what, couple what things. Um, what go wrong with a massive? Date. Yeah,
3: yeah. C- couple mm. things. One, democracy is stupid. Okay. Have you ever tried to <laughs> fucking get everybody on board to do a thing? <laughs> Have you seen our elections? Mark, here no, no, for no, no. fascist football, no, democracy no, no, no. is no. stupid. Wow, well, talk talking about a long con. No, you know what I'm talking about. If we let everybody fucking vote, it would take forever for them to whittle down. And I'm sure the options would be shit. They had that one, they had a contest to make the, uh, I'm not sure if it was an away kid or a third kid. It ended up being a white one with red sleeves and the white collar. And people could submit designs, but it really was like it it kind of felt like guess what the fucking kit was gonna look like because it didn't look original at all. Um, that was a contest that where people submitted ideas, and seriously, that was the best fucking idea that came out. please, please if we were gonna get like like also too, if you showed people three kits, honestly, you showed people three kits and forty percent voted for one and twenty voted for two and thirty five voted for three. Then you'd have 55% of people going, that kit is shit. You don't think I can't fucking figure that out? You, th- I'm surprised whoever wrote that can't figure it out. I'm also not surprised he takes off his socks to count
2: to 20. But I'm surprised you can't count up to a 100 mark, given you're uh, an accountant.
3: I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was one guy who put a post that's like, go back to doing your insurance brochures. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you almost movie. got it wow, you, fucked up, you fucked up twice that was amazing it was glorious um <laughs> oh uh, i'm sorry before we before we go on um uh, uh in the in the neil davidson article i meant to bring this up earlier in the neil davidson article there was a talk about a third kit there's gonna be there's gonna be a third kit um for those of you who are excited at the idea of a red third kit um it's gonna be the parley kits, guys. We've had them every fucking year, including blue ones, huh? Um, They're always blue. Just heads up. I don't know what. The, I have no idea what that looks like. But that's what the third kit is, and everybody gets it, and they get one of two flavors. So, if you're really, really, really like, you know, hope against hope for the 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 savior kit of the season, I mean, if it turned out to be red, that would be particularly hilarious it would be funny if one of the two were red and we didn't get it that would be uh, excellently hilarious um but yeah that's what that, that i'm i don't have it confirmed but i'm just based on the last i don't know how many years we've been doing the parley kits but at least three or four i'll guarantee you I'm, i would pit i would easily bet money i'd bet all the money i made on this kit on that i haven't made a dime i'm not going to make a dime. This is a volunteer thing guys this is a volunteer thing, so um yeah, sorry I wanted I meant to bring that up earlier, I apologize um yeah, sorry Mean to cool. uh,
2: yeah, so the, some Twitter ones just sort random ones I got from uh you know the mid millionaire that Neil Davidson article or the your specifically or uh, re- retweet of that, but um yeah, so never and I mean ever let Mark Hinckley design another kit in his life. what a poor design. <laughs> You know what's funny? He he
3: he tweeted at like in response to the article. Clearly didn't clearly clearly got to my name and was like, that's all the information I need.
2: <laughs> Reply. Yeah. Fitting that a fan would design such trash. Leave yeah. it up to the professionals next time. They get paid to do this for a reason.
3: Counterpoint. Have you seen some of the shirts that have come out in the last five years? <laughs> have you fucking seen them? This year, this year's, spoiler alert, this year's round of kits are actually really fucking good. But there's been a I lot know. of shit years. A lot of shit years. And you know what? This is going to fucking blow that guy's mind. Professionals got paid to do those. Still,
0: Still good probably, job. Good probably, job tying up the execs at the Adidas market. Yeah, Forcing your best. way in there.
3: Yeah. To be fair, it was probably the same designer who did all 29 of them because <laughs> how bad it was. Like, you ain't got the fucking time to focus on this. Okay, your priorities this year are DC, uh, one of the LAs, pick it. I don't care. Dallas uh, <laughs> and uh, fuck it, Vancouver. Everybody else, you can't spend more than five minutes on go. Here's a red shirt with one button. Toronto, congratulations. Like,
1: God, crazy. I hate that kid so much. Like, talk about hating a kit is like the stupidest fucking it is a red t-shirt yeah. with a button like like the, <laughs> i could go i could go to value village and get that and just like you know iron on a badge or something it's awful i hate it
3: the conjecture Sorry. that this is the worst kit ever is like that is the worst kit ever the red one with the one fucking button yep um, i would i would also throw in the and the
1: material t- sucked
3: i really didn't like those but those were templates that's just like okay we've got no time um you get these in red and gray congrats
1: you're a random brand new team from canada that we we're charging exorbitant fees to here's your kits. enjoy yeah
3: like there, there's been far worse far far worse. Hell yeah. even just from an objective point of view never mind like drilling down as to why and how you got there it's just there's been some lazy fucking designs yep. but that's also that's not so much tfc's fault that's just as much adidas's fault
2: so yep. anyway mm-hmm. Next up, uh, this is a interesting thing here. It's horrible. It's the mullet and bangs version of football jersey designs. It's Gordon Ramsay's Beef Wellington. We're too many ingredients, too many elements that confuse the senses. I'd like to go back to that first little bit. It's the mullet and bangs version of football jersey designs. I feel like you can't have both. If you've got bangs, it's not a mullet. The idea of a mullet is it's short up top. a Anyway, yeah. horrible
0: uh horrible uh
2: metaphor, guy.
3: Yeah, no,
0: you know,
2: Girl. No marks on
3: the attempt, but did not stick the landing.
0: No, I, no. I'm wondering if how it confuses the other senses. <laughs> does it feel the <laughs> smell weird too? This does not
2: smell at all like a TFC kit should. Mm.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yes. There was uh my uh my, the wife uh she spent uh bless her soul. Um if I had a media manager, I would have hired her this weekend because she was a fucking legend. She was, she was mostly fine pointing out to me all the, the most absurd posts that were, were in these threads. There was one particular guy who's like, uh like, uh, I'm going to cancel my season's tickets over this. Like, like I love honestly, those <laughs> of you, if any one of you who had that kind of bluster and conjecture over this fucking kit, like I'm going to cancel my season's tickets. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this. Like, please just do it just do it you've never been to a fucking game i doubt you had seasons tickets the last time you went to game somebody you you mooched off of somebody's parents tickets because they weren't going because they were out. they were up at the cottage i like i really feel like like the, the the level of like this like not gonna happen not gonna happen not gonna happen um those those were a delight. Honestly, I fucking cheered them on. But the one who said he was going to cancel, the first one who said, I don't imagine there's others, who said they were going to cancel their season's tickets. Um, I couldn't find it. So here's my response. Please do let me know what seats they were. I would like to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were one of the clever ones who thought that was going to make a point, honestly, go cancel them and let me know what those seats were. And I will absolutely buy the shit out of them
2: so you don't have them. So. <laughs> like- and, yeah, there's and still a, a couple of others on, a, these two are on a very similar theme. Just, who the hell is Mark Hinckley and why does he get a say? <laughs> who is this I mean- Mark Hinckley? And how do we get him to never be involved again?
3: Oh. <laughs> All right, so who is Mark Hinckley? Strong question, thank you. Um, God. <laughs> Mark Hinckley is a fucking amazing human being. He's friendly, he's hilarious. He's on this podcast. He's talking to you right now. Why? Luck. Fucking blind luck. Putting that energy out into the universe and somehow fucking coming back. I'm not in any kind of delusion that I'm like this blessed human being. I'm a charmed human being, but I'm not important at all. I know that. I get that. Um, Hope he never gets to do it again. Man, I don't even I'm surprised I got to do it once. You think I'm going to get to do it twice? (laughs) <laughs> the only way I see me getting to do it twice is if somehow this sells so many fucking kits that they'll be like, hey, um, we got an away kit coming out in 2026. Like, you know, like like they're going to be that because they're already doing next year. So we got to keep go like two years further than that. And I don't ever see that happening. This is a one and done deal. I'm, I'm thrilled that, it, you know, don't worry. I'm thrilled that it happened. And do not worry your pretty little head, young man. <laughs> this was an isolated and, incident and you yeah. only got to endure it for two years
2: and the thing is or- you 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 kind of know what you're talking about I mean when it gets to, to you know I mean you Kristen and Tony you, you guys are into kits and everything I don't really care for the uh, the designs and what have you I mean when it gets to my turn to design it holy shit people are going to be upset
3: <laughs> if you went full Darlow on this, I'd be all for it. <laughs> like some of those hoops have been absolutely brilliant. So, like, yeah, let's make this happen. I would love mm-hmm. I would love us to go black and white hoops for
2: for a season. Yeah, Just no sponsor. Go. That's my terms, Bill Manning. That's it. <laughs> That's all I care about. Take the sponsor off, and I'll design that jersey for you. That's good. Uh, cool. Spill
3: all the beer if you say that. Come on.
2: Yeah love
3: you bill um yeah so uh it's it's this this is it's yeah. been a ride this has been a ride guys um uh, th- uh thank thank you the, the you guys the, the three of you guys thank you for enduring this ride and the secrecy behind it and whatever fallout slash benefit comes of my my 35 seconds of celebrity um <laughs> and 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 the 50 people who searched out the no more
1: than 50 people more than 50 50 people
3: it was exciting
1: isn't didn't didn't the email say more than 50 or was it just 50 doesn't matter we got a google we got a google alert so many people searched
3: out the podcast congrats on reaching 50 clicks in 28 days i don't know what clicks they are but you got to 50 (laughs) that's how popular we are great those of you who've been here forever
1: we got a little badge and everything from the google search team it was very
3: exciting that it is. I would I would be proud if I knew what the badge was for.
2: I've, uh, I've got to say this sounds like a depressingly low bar for Google to be giving out
0: badges for.
1: <laughs> Duncan, we are going to take our participation badge and we're going to like it, goddammit. Yeah, and I
0: finally mean, the long game ends and we can announce that we're really a Montreal podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bonjour to Le
1: Monde. <laughs> Mitsu. There, was a, there was a secret reason I had Amy Walsh on. Ah. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah you, yeah y'all thought it was a forge thing
0: <laughs> uh, uh, um, i love cheese <laughs> I, I
3: i did i did have a, a i i had somebody uh, reach out to me who uh works at forge um
2: oh good are they open to so, no, no, are, are you,
3: are you design their kids no too? no no, no. So, so, it's gonna be so, red hang on yeah no it's okay it's <laughs> <out of gray. laughs> um uh no uh, they reached out, they, they were reacting to the uh to the to the instagram post and uh and i said to, and, and he is like just all he put was like what and i respond to him it's like yeah man i can't believe it happened either and then i and then the next res- the next message i sent him was uh by the way i have a collection where i help make jerseys for teams i had seasons tickets for since day one so i'm halfway there if you'd like to uh if you need a hand let me know um this is my shitty way of trying to do another one (laughs) um i don't think that's gonna happen because lord knows we've lobbied that a few times um through other means but um
0: it better be onyx and red Oh my vertical, god. No, I, vertical stripes. I,
3: I do love the idea that it would be a red kit. Honestly, just because <laughs> the, the, the amount of. The, cr- the cross the trolling would be delicious. Would, be, oh, they would. Yeah. The broken necks that would happen immediately, just whipping their head back, just snapping the vertebrae, severing off, you know, like just, oh, it would be glorious. Uh,
0: hey, if but, you pushed around those Adidas nerds, you can definitely beat up those Macron wimps
3: yeah yeah i i I, I, feel, I feel like the macron people would be a lot more receptive receptive to input and they probably also don't have like 18 layers of bureaucracy before you get to a designer
0: so hey they, they let york uh york nine put the the cityscape on that kid so <laughs>
3: they're open they any well somebody let york nine be york nine so that's a you thing that's, that's true to too exactly at the, at the fucking you know kernel of the whole thing well that okay. city that city thing was just let's be honest it's like that whole series of kits were mediocre at best, but like, it's like, okay, okay, you've got a cool thing. You've got a cool thing. You've got a cool thing. Hey, York, what do you got? Here's the map. Like, like honestly, <laughs> if, for those of you who don't know anything about that that region, you've got Canada's Wonderland and a giant shopping center. I don't think you're going to put either one of them on. So let's put a map because anyway. That's All right. Map. So Sorry.
1: love it or hate it mm. or just Matt in between. The new TFC kit has been a lightning rod. And seriously, I I it's been a while since I've seen such controversy around this around anything related to this club. So in a weird way it's good. It gets everyone talking about the club. Um apparently it gets people talking to us, which is fun, you know. We like ch- we like conversation, you know. Have that. So
0: it's the Escobar prob- 3 of shirts. It
1: is. We will probably yeah. talk about it some more uh in the coming weeks because eventually we're going to go to a game. So we'll see what happens at the yeah. games. <laughs>
3: uh, I'm at the top of uh, of uh, two oh three, and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah,
1: just 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 come check in and just let us know. You know, we'll we'll point we'll point out Mark for you. It'll be fun. Um, like but that yes, needs so to
3: fucking happen. <laughs> I good can never be a spy, your... getting, you don't, you don't need to point nothing. <laughs> we're going to
0: give you a, a luchador name, mask.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Tony.
0: I said, good thing they don't know your real name.
3: Oh yeah, thank you. Never say it. Never say it
0: never
1: okay moving on to what's coming up and uh, there's a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about next week because we just spent an hour talking about a kit
2: love you um, love you listeners love, love you Glenn. so much Mark Hinckley's even destroying the podcast i can't ah, seriously not kids ah. blah, 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 blah. Um. demolition
0: man Go back to your okay. insurance podcasts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to talk about TFC. We're going to do a little brief, our thoughts on the upcoming season for them, mostly about the team. And then we're going to preview this weekend season opener against DCU in DC. Um, whose kit, by the way, their new kit should have been so much better than it is. And Toronto's is better than theirs. So there um but we'll talk about that next week too probably yeah you think you think you're getting a short show next week that's just not happening sorry everyone all right so tfc that's our you know whatever our team in air quotes um it's the team the four of us do support we all support this team do i varying degrees of support um
3: (laughs) but as as people pointed out in various Threads.
1: Clearly, mm-hmm. you're not really a supporter. Yes. No. Uh revoke those tickets. Anyway. anyway, so finally, to varying degrees of success, they've started to make over the club. And, you know, we've talked about uh the replacement players and the new signings and stuff. Whether or not it is enough going into this season, um, is still a big question mark. And I think most of us will say it's not. They're certainly not done yet, but I have some questions. So, what do you see as the biggest improvement position wise on this Toronto FC team?
3: Man. Goalkeeper.
0: goalkeeper.
1: Oh. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Does anybody not have keeper down? That's what I have too. Yeah. Goalkeeper.
3: <laughs> I, 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 it's funny too, because I was like, I was like, central defense, central defense, central defense. And about in my head, three seconds before you both said goalkeeper, I went, goalkeeper. And then you said it out loud, like, fuck.
2: Mm. Yeah. In central defense, yeah, you know, hopefully Matt Hedges is still good and will be good. Um, but then, you know, yeah, well, we lost Mavinga. And uh, just like, yeah, you know, I, it, it's all up in the air, really, as if that's going to be better. Hopefully it will be. I think it should be. But uh, yeah, goalkeeper seems an obviously, yeah, that's definitely an upgrade.
0: Well, don't forget Sugar Ross Ted. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh,
2: yes. Yes. True. True. Mm-hmm. What is
1: your area or position of biggest concern with this club right now? One, two, three.
2: Holding midfield. Holding midfield. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is, is it all just mid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all just midfield, right? Yep. I, I was going to say center forward. I. You know. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're not. Yeah, you're probably not right there. I, mean, yeah, I don't think it's. I, I don't feel like it's got worse because you know I you know Jimenez. <laughs> Um, but, you know, this uh, Diamond, eh, eh, I can all, theoretically, that's nice, but it hasn't worked out, has it? Is it going to? Maybe, but probably not. Um, you know, I guess hopefully you. Know, it's basically just a case of, all right, we just need a warm body there who's good at holding the ball up and then we'll let Larry and Bernie do all the goal scoring because, um, yeah, I, I don't see, um, you know, I would put the over under on goals from our center forward whoever's playing in that position over the entire season at like 13 and I'm picking under but hopefully that's not where we need the goals from. Mhm. I'm still
1: I'm still fully in midfield concern um because it's so even with this New player. So yeah, so you're talking about Jimenez, who's now off to what did what did what did Paul Mariner say when he sent it's Julian to burn in
2: the heat,
0: to, to 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 down burn, in, burn the heat, in the sun,
1: burn, burn in, in the, the sun. Yep.
2: Um, yeah. So uh,
1: yeah. yep. Jimenez is the is the latest sacrificial um, player, and again, it was either going to from this it was the team was being pretty obvious about sending either Jimenez or Akinola somewhere um to to somehow to 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 fill their, their paper thin midfields um that jaden nelson could have probably done but anyway da, 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 da. so they have Brandon Cervania.
0: Um are you saying Akinola was the, play- the Barabbas of that situation?
1: Indeed. Indeed. Um anyway, so at least again this is a young player which is which is great. He's only twenty three um and uh has been in MLS for several years. So he's got Experienced in mls and experienced a couple other places so at least he knows the league you know that sort of thing which is nice on paper he seems fine i've I, you know have seen some nice tweets about him from fans of fc dallas who are like oh, Yo, you know congratulations guys you're getting a good player now whether or not they're just playing us who knows did, but
3: um did it did did anybody catch the uh the uh exhibition game against lafc I did not. Okay. So, all right. I, I'm only asking because I just wanted to confirm. So there were I 99% certain it was like in the 20th, 25th minute. So it was early in the match. Um, ball came in and uh, he had this really odd, interesting ball control kind of the ball came in across in front of him. He was in the box and he did this side step, back heel to redirect the ball into the net, but he was offside. It was a spectacular bit of business, but it, didn't count, and I'm like, and I saw the number on his back. I'm like, is that the new guy? And I because he didn't score, it wasn't on the sheet to confirm that that was him. <laughs> but I was like, I think that was him. I was like, oh, okay, that was. If it's not, please correct me. That's fine. Um, you know, I made the kit gray. So, um, <laughs> just like, anyway, if that's him if i don't i like i hope it's not a case of oh, that was his highlight like that's the best thing he'll do in a toronto fc yeah. shirt. in I'm preseason. The race, <laughs> but uh if that was him holy crap like okay if that's the guy who comes off the bench fantastic if that's a guy who gets the occasional start fantastic like i just want to know that there's a chance that something good will come out so. well
1: okay mm. um but with the not surprising news that Victor Vasquez is injured, <laughs>
2: uh, it begins. Like, oh, it begins already. Or just like minorly, or?
1: um, he he took a he got he hit in the ribs or something. So anyway, so he's not playing this weekend, um, at all. But hopefully, it's not too bad, and they'll have him back next week or whatever. Um, but it begins already. So I mean for me, midfield just just worries me. It just worries me. Um, yeah. Playoffs. Now, we're, we were going to talk about the MLS playoff format change, but again, we're going to talk about this next week. But, you know, top nine get into some level of the playoff extravaganza that is going to take place this year. So do TFC make the playoffs? And if so... Where do they, get, do they get to go past the the, the, the the shenanigans at the beginning of the playoffs and just play straight up playoffs? Or they just, where, where do you find them? One through nine, one would be hilarious, but, you know, where are they?
0: Seven.
2: Reasonable. I'm going to go with somewhere lower than 10. So, no.
3: So they make the playoffs is what you're saying. No. Because everybody makes the playoffs. Isn't that the
2: new format? I haven't really looked into it. <laughs> no. Top nine in each conference make the playoffs. Um, oh. Yeah, there'll be like too many injuries, by which I mean probably like two or three. And uh, yeah, it won't work out. No. So you're saying they're going to miss the playoffs again? Oh. Yeah.
3: Wow. Um, I'm going to say... I think they're in the playoffs. Um, I, uh, I think I think four would be overtly optimistic, but I don't think like six is out of reach. So we'll say six, seven.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, solidly mid playoff position. Yeah, six, seven sounds right. Six, depending on you know the the of course upcoming catastrophic uh, injuries. So yeah, so you've got the. Top nine, sorry, the top seven automatically qualify to the round of round one best of three series. Confusing. The next two teams in each conference standings will qualify for a single elimination MLS Cup playoff wild card match.
2: Ooh, wild card.
1: And then, so we'll talk about this more next week, but that's what's happening. But I think, I do think even though there are concerns about this team, I do think they will make the playoffs. All right player or players to watch
3: i think uh i think that sebastian Chavinko kid is gonna be uh really <laughs> um i'm i'm super interested in the new guy which um, one uh, th- uh dallas the the new acquisition um okay like the sorry the newest guy I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in how Hedges does, how, how uh, Sigur Ross does, how uh, uh, Diamande does, um, just because, like, they're all people who have a resume that aren't either superstars or bench riding into obscurity. Like, these are people who played Meaningful Minutes last season somewhere else, which is kind of what you need. I mean, I I do like the I've, I'm always pro MLS journeyman um, because we rarely seem to get them, um, at least at a, in a condition that they become like meaningful uh, foundation players. I think that's the word I'm looking for phrase. So um, they're, they're the ones that are the most curious because it's such a varied. Like varied set of resume, like a guy who used to be an MLS who went went to went to norway and now is back a guy who's seemingly relatively talented but he's on a team that's full of talented people in his position uh defender who's who's at least in the top half as far as good defenders in this league like like that's some quality even sean johnson like like i'm i can't figure out what situation was where new york city would want him would let him go um I don't know if they signed another keeper, so that could be a thing. But I'm, I'm curious to see how he does with, with the much wider and natural pitch. So and, – and, and his ability to stay on lines, that's always a thing too.
0: <laughs> his homers and uh, RBIs are going to go down. That's for to sure. Yeah,
3: that that's just
1: that yeah. just happens. You, know, you have to adjust to a percentage. new stadium. It just happens, yeah.
3: His slugging percentage is going to be way down if I ever figure out what that means.
1: For uh, me, I've got Vasquez – currently injured but i'm curious if he can come back from this injury just if he can find a little bit of his old self if that can what that looks like uh hedges because we need as mark said like we need someone solid in defense and he's been he's a good good player and yes he has some his own injury concerns but again if he is healthy and back to form and this is an omar gonzalez situation then that'll be amazing sorry the second year at TFC Omar Gonzalez. If we can get the first year he was here, amazing. Um, and Diamande, I'm super curious about mm. this guy. Like, the potential for him to do really good things here is is there, like, and and could be exciting as well. So, I yeah, those are the ones I've really got my eyes on.
2: Um, I, uh, the, this I've, category had a – there was a bracket players to watch. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with uh, – The bench as a whole, because I feel like uh, where it all falls apart here is the the depth that TFC has. Mm. (laughs) uh, Yeah, um, yeah, I I don't think we're going to have enough good people there on a regular basis. And um, on the other side, it'd be nice to see Michael Bradley show up there every now and then. I mean, is this the season when that kind of transition might happen when we go away from... Playing him every fucking minute of every fucking game, who knows? Um, but yeah, yeah, I think uh, tough love from daddy. Hopefully, at some point, Jesus. That'd be that'd be impressive. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're gonna need some like people who are sort of outside the the first A team. To uh, sort of step up and actually sort of make a difference at some point, and you know, I'm not entirely sure who that's going to be. Very good point,
0: um, Tony. I'm I'm interested in Sugar rust Ted, mm-hmm. um, because I'm uh, just fond of you know good defenders, but uh, he's to me he's like a complete unknown, so that's interesting. Um, i'm curious about uh richie laurea's future and when his loan runs out that's for the team for him and for the team Mm -hmm. um and then as far as watching it this sounds um obvious but it's for a different reason it's insigne um because i just can't shake the feeling that something's rotten in naples with that guy like that something isn't clicking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but again, we talked about this last <laughs> year. You're not wrong. He was definitely of the three Italians. Um, He was, he was whatever the weak link, right? Like he was not, he didn't adapt quickly. He seemed to struggle more. Um, he seemed grumpy with things. Yeah. So,
2: but new year, full off new season, May.
0: Live, Thank love, you. Laugh. Thank you, Tony. All that.
2: Live, laugh, love. Full off season, absolutely. That, that'll that be a big part of it. And so hopefully, uh, yeah, come back. Vision boards.
1: <laughs> um, Is this the make or break season for Bob Bradley? Because I don't remember, he's I, he's got a fairly lengthy contract, but this is MLS and modern football. You know, you change managers at the drop of a hat or the first, you know, blank game losing streak kind of thing. So if they don't, if they don't make the playoffs, he's probably gone, right? But if they make the playoffs and that's it, is he still around? Like, what do you guys I, think? What's What kind of bubble is
0: he on? I think so. I think make the playoffs, uh, he gets another shot, miss the playoffs or something spectacularly bad, then, yeah, hard times for daddy.
2: Yeah, agreed. The MLSC isn't paying, like, more for its – two DPs than half the league pays on its entire squad for this team to just be middling and mediocre again. So, um, yes, it is a make or break season. Go ahead. I kind of hope it is a, 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 make or break season.
3: And it's mostly because I feel like when he came here, there was this aura of, Oh, he's going to get shit done. And obviously that didn't happen. Um, I think there's a, there might be a few more factors as to like his success or failure. Like if there's, there's for a ton of injuries, like that's, they might go, uh, we'll give you, you know, he might get another half season, you know, in 2024. Uh, that being said, if say the squad is for the most part healthy, I mean, there will be injuries, but if, you know, most of the, most of the main core guys are around for the majority of the season and they struggle. Yeah. I could see him you know, two days after the uh, end of the regular season, you know, here's the press conference. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Here's our new coach. Like I could genuinely see that happening. Mm -hmm. I, I think he, I think he's got a little more rope than that, but it really just depends on what the situation looks like. It's not even so much the results, but like what the personnel situation looks like in lieu of those results that will determine whether or not he's still here or not.
1: I think it's a, I think it's a make the playoffs or get the fuck out situation for him. I really do. I think if they don't make the playoffs, um, even if they come close, even if it's like, Oh, they just missed it. I still think that he's probably gone, but on paper, barring, they should make the playoffs. This team should make the playoffs, but who knows? It's, it's TFC and it's MLS. But speaking of TFC, they have a game this weekend. Yes, that's right. There's Holy actual shit. soccer in the last weekend of February. Outside in North America. It's amazing. Um,
4: this that's match is goal, on TSN. Washington,
1: D.C. Exact- oh, yeah. It's balmy there. Um, hmm. This match is on TSN. So if you're like me and you haven't sorted your Apple TV stuff out yet uh, or won't be getting it, or don't already have it whichever mm. this match you have another option um which you know is handy so um obviously Toronto and dc have been playing you know long history um between the two clubs i think dc still has the 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 better of the the record between the two teams um but both have both have let's, let's charitably say struggled the last last couple of years um last year did not go well for dc obviously did not go well for toronto um and they are they've got a couple of their more important players that are injured um tfc as we've mentioned have you know strong starting 11 but a paper thin bench so you know evenly matched (laughs) and it's the again it's the first match of the season it's going to be they're there it's going to be weird um player to watch from from dc
2: please tell me alex bono is their like top choice goalie i
3: don't know if he's the top
2: choice but i know wouldn't that be great Uh, oh in that case i'm already picking him
1: (laughs) i think i think duncan well you're all allowed to pick the same player so okay okay good
2: um, that M-Click guy, they just brought him in from Leeds. That's mm. nice. Uh-huh. Okay. He's, I know. Is he okay then? I, you know, he's only 32. He's not completely over the hill. He's just played in the Premier League recently. All right. All right. Sure. Go with him.
0: Theodore Ku hyphen, DiPietro. Pietro.
2: Ooh. That is uh, an exotic uh, set of parents that he's got there. That is a full-ass name.
3: Um, Man. Um, Yeah, aside from the obvious Bono um, hope, um, I I, I guess, uh, man, I'm looking at this list and, nobody really jumps out at me that's any I'm funny going yet. with like Knaus I'm, Knaus I'm just going off. with
1: Benteke because why wouldn't you
3: yeah yeah no Benteke was the other. that was the other I mean does it know like burnbaum has been around Kanaus has been around right gonna, like there's a I was gonna say does anybody actually like use a defender as a player to watch Steve Burnbaum, just because I didn't know he was still playing like that yeah kind of,
1: oh yeah, yeah exactly I saw his name and I was like
3: oh Oh, that's well, good for you. <laughs> oh, all right. no. Sorry, sorry, Steve. Um, I didn't realize you were only thirty-two. It felt like you were way older than that.
2: <laughs> um, oh, that that Benteke is is that Benteke. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I'm, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm as shocked as Duncan is right now. I forgot he was there. Yeah, well, because he yeah. joined late in the season,
3: right? He barely yeah.
1: played yeah. last season. Yeah, I think seven,
0: seven appearances.
1: Yeah. So, and so now he's had an off season, blah, blah, blah. So he's the one that I'm kind of like, if anyone's going to do some damage right off the jump, it should be him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be something.
1: All right, then. Predictions for this first game of the
2: 2023 MLS season. 2-0 DC. Yep. 2-0 DC. Alex Bruno starts, gets clean shape. Uh,
3: five nil DC because I ruined the club with a great kid. Yeah! <laughs> um, I'm I hope go. they wear
0: them and all just unable to do anything but run in circles because the hoops confuse them.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 It's just centrifugal force, you know. Um, I'm uh, legit. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go two nil Toronto. I don't know why. I'm just going to go two nil Toronto.
1: I'm going a just a weird, somewhat active yet ultimately boring one-one uh, draw. Good
0: to see our predictions are going the way they usually
1: do. <laughs> exactly, we are all we all speak as one voice, like we're so in sync, like it's so good. this season class. knew
0: us.
3: <laughs> <A hookah.
1: laughs> all right. Well, that has been. An incredibly long show. Um, That is our show, though. So thank you for uh, joining us on this first uh, TFC focused show of the season. And there was barely there's a lot of TFC. There'll probably be a lot more in the next little while. Sorry, not sorry. Um, Please join us next week when we do our MLS season preview. (laughs) Because. We would have been here for another hour if we tried to do it tonight. We're going to talk some kits. We're going to make some conference predictions. We'll, 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 you know, we'll pick a winner and stuff and see. I think Tony, did you get it right last year?
0: Damn straight, I did.
1: That's right. See if Tony can make it two years in a row.
0: And um, I got Ottawa as well. I went two for two North America.
1: Oh, that's right. You take. Oh, Jesus Lord. Um, Ottawa. What did Ottawa? Would you
3: went? predict Ottawa get to the final? Because good and well done. Uh, Yeah, got to the final and lose. They lost, but
0: you know, isn't that what you? I I picked them as my team to watch last year. Sorry. Oh yes. Oh, I
3: thought you
1: predicted that they were going to lose in the final. I couldn't remember. No,
0: no, I picked them as a team to watch last year. That is correct. He did.
1: I do recall that. Um, And then you know we'll probably talk a little bit more about the national teams, assuming something happens over the next few days. But it probably won't. Um, I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority podcast panel, delightful, to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher. Mr. Duncan
2: Fletcher. Hello. i uh, just like to put on record, I am very much uh, down with and have been ahead of the game for how many years, this whole thing about uh, sort of changing the national anthem to our home on native land. Okay. Yes. Well done, yeah. Right. It's better lyric. Hell, 100% yeah! It is lyric. a better lyric, and it's an accurate lyric.
1: Accurate yes. lyric.
2: It's an accurate lyric, yes.
1: Out there on the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh,
0: one of the top three Walshes on this episode.
1: Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the tweets at Kit Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinkley.
3: Thank you to everybody. Ooh. Who-
2: Ooh, you ruined the club. Destroyer. of worlds. Glad Ooh. you love the kid. Um.
3: Yeah. Thank you to everybody who continues to support us uh, via Patreon. And if you feel like you want to uh, support us via Patreon, the link is on our website, vocalminority.ca Thanks for coming to visit the site. Thanks for checking us out. If this is your first episode. Thanks for getting to the end. If you this is the 18th time you've restarted the episode because it's three hours. <laughs> not usually three hours. They're closer to two. Um, we have shirts. Tony did a bunch of shirts. They're pretty sweet. You can find them on our Zazzle shop. Also, find that. Link Are they below. red? Are they yeah, red there's stuff?
0: there's red ones for there's, sure.
3: Uh, yeah, but but that's because you're trying to take it down from the inside. Um, and uh, and honestly, uh, if if this is the first time you've been here, uh, <laughs> thanks. I'm. Thanks for listening to my shtick. Thanks for, thanks to Amy for being on the show. Um, oh, Dave, yeah. Yeah, legend. Uh, thanks to, for coming around and uh, checking on our silly little thing. And no, you do not have to go and listen to the other 400 episodes to catch up on the storylines, I assure you. Yeah. It's like, it's like a soap opera.
1: It's really easy to pick up. Um, anyways. Yes, definitely. Thanks again to uh, Amy Walsh for taking the time. It was a delightful conversation. Had uh, such a good chat. Really appreciate your time. Um, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes. The entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Kanda. Yeah. Used to it.
2: Boo. Ruin the club. <laughs> yeah. Who is this Mark Clay? Revoke his tickets. Yeah.
0: Insurance salesman. (laughs) He's amazing.